What's up, everybody? Welcome to Flagrant 2. Um, we're about to have on international superstar comedian Veer yeah. Das on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, we know on this podcast that Alex has an issue with laughing <laughs> when he hears an Indian <laughs> accent. On, oh so, Al... Al, you have to promise everybody up, right now Lock it up. that you're not going to laugh the when special. you just hear him talk. He's already Al, happy. He's Al, already that was the funniest Al. special I've ever seen. <laughs> Al, hey, lock Al. it up. Lock Al. it up. Al. Yeah. He met my mom, didn't laugh. Say what? He met my mom. He told yeah, me about that. Him. He was fucking dying. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah, talk about that. Talk about Yo. that. Talk about that. Talk about that. He was being very disrespectful at your wedding. How How you figure? Very disrespectful. How you figure? Bro, what do you you know, you, you know. You dress up as a I pirate. I told Akash. I told Akash. You did? Yeah. He told you? Yeah. yeah. What What did he say? I don't remember. You remember? No, you wouldn't remember. You remember? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Both of our moms with the hanging heavies. Sorry, not sorry. You know what I mean? My mom not a baddie, My mom not a baddie to you. I was going to say that. And then he's like, Yes, I did say that. If you don't say in the mustache, you go, Yeah. Uh, I did do that. Right. Okay, <laughs> you jerk. Thought you could throw me under the bus. No, uh -uh. Hey, auntie. Oh, oh we oh, have a guest. Shit. Yes, we please. have a guest here. Hey, 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 welcome. Hey. Welcome to the podcast, Thank Veer. You, you you've definitely spoke on podcasts before. You know how to do the that. mic. We can move that, that to help you. And that works. For those of you guys who don't know, Veer Das is the the most famous Indian comic in history. Oh, no now, pressure at the start. Now, we've, <laughs> noticed, we've noticed uh, this often happens with comics. If we compliment them too much in the beginning, mm -hmm. they fall apart. They're not used to praise. I just want to say, you look like you're interviewing for a job right now. There's two Indians <laughs> over here. And yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I might be, actually. <laughs> uh, but no, so we have to, we have to balance how we feel about the guests, okay. oftentimes if they're stand-ups, right. right? And what would make them feel most comfortable. You. you can All move right. that back yeah, as yeah, much cool. as you want. But, then so, um, but obviously, Akash, uh, you know, put you on my radar. He's been talking about you for a while. Yeah. We were looking at your stuff. Very excited to have you here. Thank yeah. you, man. Yeah. No, it was a nice like reach out. He said "bhai," with "bhai" means like brother, and like yeah. if an Indian guy calls you brother, you have to do what he asks you to do. Like, yeah. that's just, yeah. so I know how to manipulate. So I was like, all right, fine. We're yeah. game, you guys. Now. Yeah. So you're here reluctantly. Yeah. 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 This is very no, good man. to know. No, uh, Al, you're doing a great job. Um, <laughs> now, 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 Veer, I was watching some of your stuff. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I know things about India through my best friend Akash. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he informs me a lot about this, and. First thing that I'm curious to know is you hear probably a lot of Americans talking about censorship and freedom of speech, etc. Yeah. Is that laughable coming from India and doing comedy in India? The things we complain that we can't say. Like when you guys complain about Twitter being mean to you and stuff? Or um, just like a oh, cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah. Where your cancel culture is like you could go to jail. How many lawsuits do you have against you right now? Seven. 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 Right now, at this moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, th there's five police complaints and like two lawsuits. Yeah. Right. And now. these are for jokes. Not for not jokes. a gang rapes or anything. <laughs> this is <laughs> just okay. Good. No. Good. good. Just making not, sure. Done with that. Done with that. Not doing that anymore. You know, I've moved on. Not talking about I'm it. I'm changed. <laughs> if I go to jail, maybe. But, uh, <laughs> but we'll see. No. For now, done. Okay. Uh, no, it's. 
I mean, the the way that I like to look at it is my country is young. Mm. You know, so just in terms of like stand up, in terms of jokes, in terms of responses to jokes, in terms of political material, we're just young. Yeah. So we're learning how to respond to this stuff. So a lot of the stuff that I do maybe has been done here, you know, 20 years ago, yeah. 30 years ago and and it's no big deal. So I look forward to a time when some of the shit that I do is just like no big deal. This is passé. Got yeah. you. you know? Now, because of the censorship, do you feel like you're able to do the jokes that you want to do or are you restricted a little bit? I uh I always start out doing the jokes that I want to do and then the show that comes after maybe I'll tone it down a you little to, bit. You yeah, have to a little bit. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie like any artist who comes in here with like a sense of like false bravado like no man I'm I'm fucking yeah. absolutely no because things like that affect more than just you. Yes. Like they affect your family who maybe didn't sign up for that ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So would they uh, come after your family for jokes? Yeah, I think so like my I I got into trouble like last year a little bit and then you know you get death threats and it's not just you it's your wife and it's your family and it's a couple oh, of other people as well yeah, what you know What was the joke? Uh I did a video at the Kennedy Center called Two Indians. Two, called oh, I watched Indias. that. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so that was fun. It was a fun week in my what life. What were they upset about that? Um just that I was kind of doing stuff abroad and and talking about duality in the country. Yeah. So I was like the number one trend in the country for a week. Oh wow. I was called a terrorist on the news. That's a fun conversation with your mom that evening. <laughs> so Whoa. so you know. Now did you know this so I see Well this is a lighthearted start to the yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like oh now, shit. No, <laughs> we're going to we're going to have fun. Look, we talk about you, right? Yeah. People will do yeah, this yeah. a lot. We'll, have, we'll get it in there. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get it in there. We have a terrorist on the podcast. Now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. In your city next week. Now, <laughs> did you uh did you know that was coming when you did cuz here's the thing I've noticed. First of all, watching for India Mm-hmm. Your most recent Netflix or second most recent Netflix, I realized I'm American. Because when yeah. you were talking about there's these five things every Indian knows, I didn't know none of that shit. And so I see why Indians look at me and they're like, you're not Indian. Oh gosh, I didn't say that. He was like, dude, I feel so white right I now. I feel so <laughs> white. Like you talked about the thing that every Indian, ta- I never taken that shit in my life. Also, you put people in different sections, Akash was telling me. Yeah, you had a white section. Which the white section. Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah uh, this is, isn't that a like good my idea? Like Rosa Parks <laughs> kind of did this thing. Kind of good, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like fun and everybody gets along. and it's like, segregation. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. But it was uh, equal. It was separate, but it was equal. <laughs> yeah. We just, we put yeah. like white people in a row and then we yeah. lit them up every time we spoke to them. So they felt We deserve the spotlight. Absolutely. Wherever you are, you deserve the spotlight. Yes, 100%. It's about us. Absolutely. That's why the American embassy in India is technically American land. Yeah. Like, do you guys know that? Like, anywhere you go in the world, yeah, the course. American embassy is well, American. Well, is that every embassy? No, I don't think so. I think just the American embassy is considered American. I don't think What's the Portuguese f- embassy fucking cares. They're just no, like, really because weird. that's why they can't get that guy uh, Snowden. Snowden out. No, it's not, not Snowden. Snowden. Uh, uh, the other guy, uh, Assange. Julian, Julian Assange. Yeah, he was in like the, the El Salvadorian embassy or something like that, which Is I feel like El you could Salvadorian? get in. Salvadorian? No, but they just gave him huh? Bitcoiner. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, think I think they gave him Bitcoin. Right? Isn't Bitcoin legal tender in El Salvador? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big on it. Okay. Yeah, like, guys, get a little more culture, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, what color would you make the lights for them? Uh, for El Salvadorians? Yeah. Bright. Yeah. Guys, I'm in so much trouble already. No, <laughs> Let's go, baby. Uh, but so here's one thing I was going to say. In my parents' generation, especially conservative Indians, they don't like Indians talking about any bad stuff in India. You yeah. should always present India in the best light. I think their feeling is we get enough shit. 
yeah. from this guy talking about me raping people all the time. Yeah. You, rape, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah. you should only present the good things. So I, writing that, if I'm you, I assume you know hell is coming. No, I, I knew that, firstly, it's kind of weird that what I said would happen in the video happened right after the video, right? right. So, so that's one, but... Like, I can only explain this in a way that comics understand. Like, yeah. there's a piece of paper in my hand. Mm -hmm. And the reason it's there is because I wrote it at 7 a.m. and I did it at 7 p.m. Yeah. You know, so it's it's so you, it's, it's new material. You know, yeah, and you're yeah, doing yeah. it at the Kennedy Center, which is a bad idea. But, you know, it's still something new that you just kind of feel. And nah, I, but you filmed that shit like you knew it was something. You had yeah. looking at the fucking balcony. <laughs> yeah. out the like, you knew this was going to go. Turn the camera on them. Yeah, yeah, but guys, yeah. you've done enough shit on your own and put it up on YouTube where you know you can't predict when something's going to be a conversation. You just don't know. Yeah, so fair I, enough. I, I put something out and it turned into a conversation. And you kind of have to humbly accept all the feedback that comes your way. Would I do it differently? Uh... I would wait a little bit more, like I'd, I'd workshop it a little bit more. But no, I'm not going to let anybody tell me how to express my love for my country. Mm. That's beautiful. You yeah. Know? So that, it boils down to something as simple as that. Now, here's one thing. I don't know if you guys know. Veer was an actor, like was a comic first. Yeah. But in Bollywood? Was a Bollywood actor. Was in a movie called Delhi Belly, which is a big movie in 2010. Oh, broke yeah. some people. Uh, is Bollywood crazy or what? It's the biggest industry in the world. Yeah, that's like, what I'm it, asking. Like, it's nine films a weekend. Like nobody makes movies like we do. This yeah. is so for years. How much does a right? movie cost? Like cheap. It's cheap. But oh. like what I love is like for years everybody was like, you know, Bollywood movies are too long and they're unrealistic and you have like ridiculous costumes. Yeah. And now every movie's a fucking Marvel movie, which is three <laughs> yeah. hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Unrealistic costumes yeah. where somebody's avenging a father's death and jumping off a fucking ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> like Marvel is just Bollywood. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, or yeah. May maybe vice versa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think Marvel's been around since like the forties, right? Not making but movies. Not though. Movies though, like Marvel movies are like ten years yeah. old, maybe. Yeah, Marvel ah. movies. Yeah, this this iteration of Marvel movies that we're seeing is just Bollywood without the songs. Is yeah. what he oh. It's three hours long. Is all fight scenes that are ridiculous. And now in Bollywood, Iron movies, Man is Shah Rukh Khan. That's yeah, all that shit but is. they don't yeah. say Shah Rukh Khan yeah. got superpowers. That's just how he operates. Yeah. flipping over eighteen yeah. wheelers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that is different. But what? To me, to yeah, have yeah, that... Stop talking about <laughs> Marvel right now. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, I, I, I can't let the... Yo, I you're can't let the... And, and you just sitting there yo, taking it, bro? I was trying to be polite. Come on, right? nah. Fuck cut it out. Yeah, come yeah, on. Stop acting. <laughs> Marvel's copying Bollywood, bro. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I like there's two Indians that actually push back on you now. Hey, yeah. I like that. Two Indians. <laughs> That's this special. That's yeah, this yeah, special. Which Indian are you from, No, come on, man. Marvel is copying Bollywood? Yes. How so? It's Bollywood with capes. That's it. <laughs> they I love all this. have capes. Bro. I love this, dog. Son. Wait a minute, Al. But, but give some pushback. You're very familiar with Bollywood. I haven't seen a single <laughs> dance routine in a Marvel, so I ain't oh, counting that. Yeah, oh, we don't do the dancing, dude. Spider-Man 3. It's maybe because you don't know how. I'm just putting oh, it out there. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're black and fire. Puerto Rican. That's nah, double. Fire. He might have a point because that shit was fire. Like, yeah. They, they yeah. hit moves. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. can dance. Fine. Our superheroes don't have time to dance. We're saving the fucking world. There's no time to... Hop around and shit. Maybe the world wouldn't be in danger if you guys dance more. I'm just saying. How do we let him I'm in? Not back I'm down, guys. Go back like, to your country. <laughs> I will in three weeks when my visa expires. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that how y'all see our shit? Because this is American arrogance. We think, well, I mean, it is called Bollywood. You're yeah. naming it yeah. after Hollywood. Yeah. 
So we don't like that dick for so a much. second. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all call that shit Bollywood. Respect the goats. I feel like you guys finally caught up to what our movies are about. Say again? I feel like you guys finally we caught up to what our movies are about. We can't copy off. Y'all copied us. Look, a what movie, language do your movies they speak? Like 26 different languages, right? But, but majority Hindi. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, dude. Right. In India. Yeah. Most people go and see a movie. Like, this is their one thing that they get to do each week, right? So, yeah. like, you got your wife and your kids and you go out and you see one movie. Yeah. And that's, like, your entertainment for the entire week. If you show that guy Spotlight, he's going to fucking kill himself that week, right? So, it needs ah. to be, like, escapist and huge and big and, yeah. like, cathartic and just an out-of-body experience. And you guys finally caught up to what that's what movies is supposed to be. Mm. Yeah. That's why you go to the theater. You think that we just figured out escapism in film? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we never escaped before no it, yeah like, i mean <laughs> never had fantasy no yeah. but I, like so far your escapism has been the news right that's just uh <laughs> in terms of that's where you get your fiction news, i'm just saying yes <laughs> yes it is fiction but yeah. i i don't feel like it's escapism news is like um, now to be fair you can't insult american news as an true. Indian. yeah yeah why is, is your news fun it's it's, it's uh <laughs> it's government controlled i watch one now. guy's news a youtuber yeah. indian youtuber he's fucking great did you see tg uh, tgi TGIF? No, that's different. TFI Global? TFI Global? Indian YouTuber, and he does it in English, and he also does it in Hindi, and this guy's fucking awesome. I should, I'll and check out. everything no is just China sucks. And uh, every I, I like that. Every headline is like, uh, uh, Modi emasculates Xi Jinping on the global <laughs> stage. And I'm like, let's fucking go. It's Indian Alex Jones. That's yeah. the guy I find. Yeah. Nice. I've not seen it. TFI Global sounds like a hedge fund that steals money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, say something about that. Did you guys invent hedge funds I, too? How, how are you defensive about hedge funds? Like that, that, Anything that, American fear, there's funds more in America, and it's all good. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Here's what no, I want. no, hedge funds might be fucked Here's up. Here's what I want to ask you, though. Why would you leave Bollywood for stand-up? Is that just like, that's what it had to be? I had a moment where I just kind of fell in love with stand-up again. Like, just like When a, did you start stand-up? You're 2006, 2007, really. But like when we started, there was no like clubs in India. Right? Yeah, so India, we had they to, say stand up started December 09. Yeah. So like oh, what wow. we had to do, which is just ridiculous, you had to book out a theater and then you had to go up with like 90 minutes of new material because they paid for an evening, right? So you're just like, blah, 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 and like no dynamics, just fucking yelling for 90 minutes to figure out what's funny and what's not. And so I kind of just did that for like four years until yeah. the scene came around. And then I think it was two things, right? One, uh, I just fell in love with stand-up again. I had like a good moment on stage and I was like, I feel more fulfilled by this than the last six things that I've done. And then I did a really shitty movie and like nobody wanted to work with me anymore for like three three years. And I was like, I'll just do this stand-up thing again. So started taking it seriously, I want to say 2011, 12. Like that's when I was like, Now, real quick question about Bollywood. I've been told that there's a lot of uh, uh, nepotism in Bollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar to, I don't know how similar. I mean, it happens in America, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. as well. But, like, is it the only way in is if you're part of the family or if you're close to the family? 
or man, can the like, average person get a get man, a role? I'm five foot eight, showed up in Bombay with one suitcase. If I get to be in a movie, anybody gets to be in a oh, movie. Oh, so you didn't have any family that was involved? Nothing. You no. lie about five foot eight. Keep it a buck here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys got Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell him. All right. All right. That's God telling me I'm making a mess. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, so then, so it's possible that the average person could go out there and get a role. I think so. Yeah, I mean, it, it takes longer. You'd have to audition. It's definitely yeah. a step up. But yeah, it. it I'm not going to deny that there is a nepotism. There's yeah. a lot of nepotism in every involved. industry. Yeah. We just get this one version of Bollywood, and again, I'm going to get like the most distilled version of it. So it's just going to the mm-hmm. craziest things that yeah. I hear. Um, but yeah, my understanding was that it was like a family thing, and like not so much. I mean, there's like talented kids who are coming in from everywhere. What what I always kind of balance that out with is. I feel like there's more expectations of fairness in like entertainment industries than any other industry. Like if a banker like hired his own kid or if somebody else hired his own kid, you'd be like, all right, he's just putting his family into what he does. But then suddenly because it's entertainment and everybody kind of feels like they could be a movie star as well mm. and had a shot, you're like, no, everybody should get an equal shot, including myself, like secretly. So, see, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Because I always hear nepotism. As an NRI, I always hear nepotism. It's always family, family, family. I mean, there's there's like a big league of Bollywood, which is the A-list. And that that is, yeah, you have to be a star kid to be in that. But then there's 9,000 movies right below that, which is slightly cheaper, but equally entertaining. And you mm-hmm. get to be in those. So, yeah. I, I just look at like... Uh, so at the highest level, it is nepotism. Yeah, the, maybe, but there is opportunity yes. to potentially yeah. rise. I guess, I guess I kind of view it the opposite when it comes to business, because like business can be so cutthroat, right? Yeah. In, in, in America, like if you're working for a bank or if you're working for you know, a hedge fund or something mm-hmm. like that, it's like you have to increase the profits of the shareholders. And oftentimes the best person to increase the profits of the shareholders is not your son and daughter. Yeah. It might be a CEO from India, right? Who come in and do it where, and the problem with my fucking Knicks is if you literally look at the board for the New York Knicks who haven't won in 50 years, mm-hmm. it's everybody's last name is Dolan. Same with the Dallas Cowboys. James Football Dolan. Okay. And, and I think nepotism is the problem. Yeah. You can't tell me that the five people who are best at increasing shareholder profits all just happen to be from the same family. I know, but th- there's a big like Indian tradition of putting your kids into the family business. So I think you have to kind of strike oh, a, you know, uh, a middle ground between that. It's which looked is, at like, a, like almost like if you have a farm or if you have yeah, like a you restaurant. Would hire your kids. Like that's what we do. Yeah, you know, it's in our yeah, culture yeah. to put our kids into our business. So I'm not defending nepotism, right? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely an easier way to get into a movie. Yeah. And on Friday, whatever the fuck happens with your movie happens. Like on Friday, nobody can save you, right? Whoever your dad is, or whoever your mom is, on Friday, Friday, if you suck, you suck, mm. and you're not getting another movie. So there is that. Uh, but I don't begrudge a father or a mother the desire to put their kid in. Nepotism something. is the shit. I love nepotism. What? Yeah, <laughs> I think I pronounce it like you. <laughs> no, no, I love nepotism, and I love parents looking out for their kids. I see, like, you know, Will Smith putting his kid in shit, yeah. and like giving them that opportunity. Yes. Anybody in that situation would do the same thing. Yeah. It's the people who aren't able to be in that situation who oftentimes go, hey, this is unfair. And yeah, maybe it's unfair, mm-hmm. but you might be in that situation. You would absolutely do it. You were in a movie with a Bollywood kid, Imran Khan. And yeah. now, you know, you're doing much better than him. Do you ever want to laugh at that motherfucker? No. He's, be like, hey, he's the nicest guy hey, in Bollywood. Bum. He really is. Hey, bum. What you doing? Nothing. But he's like, he's just one of those guys where like you can put a camera on him in any angle at any time of day and he fucking looks good. You ever meet those people who just the camera yeah. loves yeah, yeah, at yeah. all times? Me. He's just one of those guys. Yeah. No, yeah. Up, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's, 
He's not acting anymore, but he's directing soon. Like yeah, directing that's, that's something what you big. say when he fails an actor. But the point is... The point is... He was mean to my friend's friend, so fuck him. Oh my gosh. The that's what I'm talking about. He was mean to your friend's yeah, friend? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Fuck yeah, him. Yeah. What did he do? <laughs> he was mean to my friend's friend's friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck him. That's how things work over here. He's up. Choose a side, Anyway, let me ask you this. What's going on with comics going to jail in India? Because I'm here, and it seems so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, for jokes they didn't do. Yes. So Munala I heard Frenzy. he went to jail for taxes. Munala? Wait, what's yeah. That, what's happening? No, man. They, they showed up and said he hurt religious sentiments and put him in jail. And then red tape and bureaucracy kind of kept him in there for a month. And there's four comics that went to jail. Munawar Farooqi oh, is a kid's wow. name. Nalin. Muslim comic. Yeah. They said he made a joke. He went to jail. And then the four comics that were with him on that show also went to jail. Yeah. Wow. So, like, you're in a country where you can go to jail and then you... This is what Andrew was kind of alluding to. And you, you walk up to this line and you say what you can get away with and then you pull back. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? Is that dangerous? Or are you just not in jail because you're not Muslim? I, I have the most privilege that you can get as a comic in India. I'm an English-speaking, Hindu, upper-caste, heterosexual man. Yeah. So it doesn't get better than that. So yeah. if I'm not going to talk about stuff, A, uh, you know... Who is? Yeah. Uh, there are many comics who don't have the privilege that I do or can't afford the legal team that I do. Like, yeah. I got sued by lawyers for lawyer jokes two years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I went to high court to defend lawyer jokes. So, like, Munawar doesn't have it even 5% as easy as I do. Yeah. Um, so, that's the reality of what it is right now. But hoping for better days, you know? I was watching, um, I forget which bit, bit it was. It was a. Uh, it was oh, it was about the uh, the gay stuff there. You're like, we have 1.2 billion people. Yeah. Like, it was like anal and oral is illegal, and yeah. you're like, we have 1.2 billion people. We need to be advertising this stuff. Yeah. It was a great idea. Yeah. Um, can you explain like what happened from like writing the Bible of sex to being <laughs> like the Kama Sutras, the Bible of mm -hmm. sex, right? This is like, hey, we figured out sex. This is the best. Yeah. Nothing better than that. And then now, where it's like, sexuality is kind of scrutinized. Does it even exist in the same way? Like, what is that just British influence? Like, no, I, I mean, A, what happened was a billion people. <laughs> like, we and then it was too much, and, and you then, had to yeah, go. Yeah, we had a lot of people come out of that. But uh, I don't think we're as sexually repressed as, as people think we are. Mm. Like, we're actually a very sexual country. Mm. Uh, that head nod was creepy. I shouldn't have done that. While I, said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I realized it as it came out. I was like, that was wrong. It was a bad move. Uh, but I find, like, sometimes. Indians here yeah. are far more conservative than Indians back home. I don't know if you've experienced that as yeah, well. Yeah, like, my parents brought over in India from 1970 that they raised And then stuck with. to that version? And that's what I thought India was. And then I go to India and my cousins are wildin'. Fuck and it. I'm like, y'all are more American than they're I fucking? am. Your cousins are fucking? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're fucking, they're drinking, they're smoking, <laughs> they're doing everything. Female right cousins? now. There's people uh, fucking no, they don't. They're not allowed. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not allowed. Yeah. But my male cousins, but my male cousins will talk to me about this shit openly. Yeah. And I'll be like, yo, you guys are living way crazier than me. Where are your cousins? Like, where in India? Delhi. Nice. Mainly. So, yeah, that's, those kids are crazy. Man, can I say, like, here's what I loved about your special. Because uh, okay, it was a, <laughs> It was great. But what I loved was, like, there are five roads that an Indian... What do you call an Indian from here? Like, a second-generation American? Is Mexican? That what so a Mexican yeah. from here... Terrorist and a Mexican. Yeah. There's a show. Uh, there are five roads that an Indian comic can go down mm -hmm. and you chose none of them. Like yeah. you chose just five different roads. It was very cool to see. I didn't even realize I did that, but thank you. No, man. Like you, <laughs> you didn't use the accent too much, which I thought was Only because like I'm not good at it. If I was good at it, I, I would 
be exactly what Russell Peters is. What? No, I would I, copy his act word for word. So, <laughs> like, what I love about Russell Peters, a lot of people don't talk about that. Guys, infamous tour news. Uh, Cleveland, let's just be honest. It's not working. It's not working between us. I don't really want to go to you. You don't really want to come to me. You know, I think this is really a you issue, not a me issue. Frankly, we saw that every fucking show on this tour for, uh, I don't know, maybe over a year now. We have one city where there's seats remaining. It just so happens to be fucking Cleveland. Like anybody wants to go there in the first place. LeBron wouldn't even stay and he's from there. Who the fuck do you think you are taking your sweet ass time to come to my show? Okay. All I'm trying to say is I've already agreed to do this show. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to do it reluctantly. I don't give a fuck about you and your fat mom missing teeth. What? Your mom wears white t-shirts to the bank with mustard on them. What is this? Okay? Your mom wears Crocs unironically. Okay? Your mom got an abortion in her neck. Okay. What is this? Is this a reference? Your mom, your mom, your mom has a thyroid issue. Your mom has a thyroid issue and she smells like it. Your, your mother smells like a thyroid issue. Okay, Cleveland? I'm coming. There's a few tickets left, which is insulting because we know there's nothing better to do. What are you going to do in Cleveland that day? Huh? You're just going to bounce ping pong balls over your mother's swollen neck? What does that mean? Huh? <laughs> Cleveland, we'll see you soon. We'll also see Pittsburgh. Uh, Montreal sold out. New York City, we had a second show. We'll see you there. Atlantic City sold out. Vancouver, we had a second show. And then that's it. Those are the last shows for the infamous tour. We'll see you soon. Love you, Cleveland. Guys, uh, I got shows in San Antonio tomorrow. I wasn't that excited about them, but I have to pretend to be now because what can you do to offset that energy? So Friday through Sunday, my Sunday shows are actually in San Antonio, not Toledo. Thank God. But uh, 18th through 20th, LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio. April 1st and 2nd, I'm at the uh, Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio. April 8th and 9th, the Improv in Tampa. And of course, the Royal Theater in Toronto. And this is important, guys. There are no vax requirements anymore whatsoever. No vaccine requirement, no negative test, no dumb shit. Just come through. Let's laugh. Let's have fun. Tickets for these shows and more at AkashSing.com. Now let's get back to the show. March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Predict winners in each round of the MyBookie Bracket Contest for a chance to win a Bitcoin. Yes, that's right, a Bitcoin, okay? A Doodle NFT currently valued at over $50,000 and over $100,000 more in cash prizes. Whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for player and game props, MyBookie has you covered. Sign up today with MyBookie and use the promo code FLAGRANT to make your first deposit, earning a free entry into the My Bracket Contest. Selections for the bracket will officially begin on March 13th. That's March 13th. They close on March 17th at 12 p.m. So make sure you get your deposit in now with Flagrant. That promo code is Flagrant to secure that free entry. Remember, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Now let's get back to the show. Like what I love about Russell Peters, a lot of people don't talk about that, but like he's done it the best that anyone will ever do it. Yes. And he's the only Can't comic I've ever seen where... Whenever he used the Indian accent, the accent was saying something funny. Yes. The accent had power over the other person yeah. in the act out. Yeah. And any other comic that I've seen, like the accent is always the underdog. Yeah. And Russell gave that accent power. So yeah. like you got to give that respect where it's due in terms of 
nobody's done it better. I think. And this is what I used to say about like comedy. Like I have actor friends who are brown and think they're on some woke shit, and they're like, I won't do an audition with an accent. And I'm like, Yo, your parents have that accent. What's yeah. wrong with that? If the joke is funny without the accent, the accent is just your funny uncle. We all have that uncle yeah. saying wild shit or whatever. If the jokes are all making fun of the accent or making fun of my culture, then I'm not into it. Then I'm not going to do it. What is? What are you saying with that accent? I. I mean, sometimes I meet actors from here and they're like, I don't want to play a taxi driver or whatever. And, and, and my response is always like, what taxi driver? Are they getting into his family? Does he have something to say? Yeah. Like, is, is it going beyond that? And also like, I mean, Bollywood is like the biggest film industry in the world. Like for 80 years, the only role we've ever given a white guy is like evil Western oppressor, right? That's the only role. We, like I every line is just kill the Indian dogs. Like, yeah. so where are we complaining about like, yeah. you know, uh, just layers and this stuff. But I think we're getting beyond that where it's not just like taxi driver. Taxi driver with a family course, yeah. has something to say, has a voice, has all of that stuff. Yeah, I hope. No, I agree with that. Now, do you ever, when the, do you do accents in your, like when you're getting an audition, mm -hmm. you and I audition for the same show. Whiskey one? Cavalier, the one you got. And I remember I talked to you, you weren't that nice to me. And, what? Um, <laughs> no, no, it was fine. Let's go! Was fine. <laughs> Yo, maybe no one likes you initially, yo. Yeah, yo, it might be me. It might be it me. It might be you. It might be me. Everybody's a dick when they first meet you. It might be me. Maybe I expect too much. You know what I mean? May I expect <laughs> yeah. good manners. I don't know. But the yeah. point is... Wait, no, what did he say that was rude? No, this was, is good. No, no, no. I just went up to him and I was like, yo, man, I'm just a like, big Indian fan. Indian man with green eyes. And no. I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We see an Indian man with green eyes, we're like, there's a white guy trapped inside. I think I was actually just bitter because I went in there and I was nice to you and you were nice back but then i went in there and you sometimes you go to an audition and it's very clear they're just doing this as a formality and they know who they want and the second i saw you and went in there and they gave me that energy i was like i know they want this motherfucker this son of a bitch and then you got the role so my gut was right they wanted you and i was probably just like angry about that no, I was, that I show was worked out really well you really missed out you missed living in prague for six months in minus seven degrees celsius oh really and then everybody would, oh nobody's watching it okay fine we'll, we'll, we'll go back into the cold and shoot some more episodes right now. So, now, yeah. when you do an accent or when you do an audition, though, do you try to do the American accent or do you just keep your shit? I ask them what they want and it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's what, so I'm like, I have an Indian accent. Would you like this in an American accent? And then all of them are like, just you do you, whatever you that like. That means they want the accent, <laughs> they but they don't want to sound accent. racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, my favorite one was uh, I had a, uh, so Gabriel Iglesias had a sitcom, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And... I we think all auditioned they, for that, right? I think. So, yeah. so oh. I think they saw my headshot and thought I was Mexican, right? Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I just, so I walked into the thing and, and there's just like a lot of Mexican guys there. Yeah. And, and so I went in and I was like, uh, I'm from Mumbai. Would you like me to do it in this accent or the American accent? And they're like, no, just do you, whatever just comes naturally, do that. So I did the, the audition in this accent and they're like, could you do a Mexican accent? <laughs> so I've never done a Mexican accent before in my life. So now I'm just being racist, really. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. hey, man, like just a bad Mexican accent. Yeah. And didn't get it, but they thought I was Mexican. <laughs> Probably killed in the room, though. Oh, uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, these... I, I want to hear you do the audition in a Mexican accent. <laughs> yeah, like that I think is I should do all auditions in a in Mexican, a Mexican accent. accent. 100%. <laughs> I'm still on this Karma Sutra thing. <laughs> I don't get it. Why do we all not use it? The Karma Sutra? Yeah. Have you read it? I didn't know it had words. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pictures. I didn't, I didn't know you could actually read it. I haven't either. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> Yo, it's <laughs> like, crazy, yeah. right? Like, like there's a book 
that clearly created 1.2 billion people. Yeah. Right? It is the best fuck positions ever. But they're like impossible. My dad had they're a copy. G's up. Yeah. Stop. So Your dad had a copy. You're about, to say, it's, you're about to say it's not impossible. Like it's not like, impossible. Bro, you are only on your back. Uh, there's back positions. Look at that one right there. Look at that. Nah, Reverse it's goat not girl. Impossible. Look at look at the <laughs> <laughs> go cowgirl, bro. No disrespect, man. Second, the I think they call it like doggy left. style the Congress of the Cow. Like Oh really? I, I think I could be wrong about that, but I th- I'm definitely sure that's, that's one of the Congress of the Cow. The Congress okay. of the Cow. I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't understand how this is, doesn't have more cultural importance. It's almost like a punchline now. This is the book. You guys figured it out. Clearly yeah. it works. Yeah. Let's go. When are we getting back to this? <laughs> right? You don't have the energy for none of this. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a young man's game, bro. Exactly. But I want to be able to, you know, I want to be uh, able to teach the young man. <laughs> no, but like, Why do you on. guys do like what you did with yoga with this shit, right? Like have like oh. bear and goats and shit like that. Yes. And then have Kama Sutra class. Do you, got, you guys have goat yoga there, no. right? No. No. We don't do that to we goats have goat or meat people. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, we have goat meat over there. there you go. Goat meat, you yeah. guys have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, goat yoga is fire. Don't judge it until you try. What is goat yoga? So they put you a... do yoga, uh-huh. right? And then you then there's goats you there. You have sex with a goat. Yeah, it's and very, you fuck it. It's simple. You fuck a goat. <laughs> you fuck it, dude. <laughs> you fuck a goat, dude. You fuck a goat. Y'all eat yoga. a goat? That's what y'all do? Welcome to Scotland, my boys. You never see that tagline, right? Goat yoga, fuck a goat. Fuck a goat. No, we did goat yoga before, man. You gotta try it. It's just it's just yoga with goats. Goats are great. Nice. Yeah, I, I do no yoga. My, like I know more white people who do yoga than I do yoga. Really? Yeah. So y'all don't do any of the good shit that you, that like you made. <laughs> no, that's a valid. That's a valid. Real criticism. talk. Like yeah. embrace your culture, bro. Yeah, Stop trying a... to steal our movies. Like, start... <laughs> <laughs> don't steal our movies. Stop trying to steal our tech jobs. Just <laughs> do your shit. Fuck awesome. What is the other thing? Goat yoga, apparently. Goat yoga, yeah. Yeah. or just regular yoga if you want. Pilates, is that from you guys? No. Kama Sutra. Kama, Kama Sutra, Sutra, that was yeah. the fuck yeah. awesome thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. What other stuff? <laughs> I missed that. I only heard No, there is a thing that. we do where we'll get Ain't no way you could do Kama Sutra after eating your food. That's why you know that shit is cat. Uh, Come on, bro. Yeah, now, nah, Indian yeah, food yeah. at the house is different than Indian restaurant food. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, you've eaten at our house. It's not, you didn't walk out feeling like, this, like that. This shit that we serve that doesn't exist in houses. Akash, you, you, it's spicy. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's the same. It's better when your mom makes it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. even better when your aunt makes it. Yeah. But <laughs> is his aunt hot? This is inside. This is inside. Right, my mom is the best cook in the family. My mom knows this. She just, she just right. But for just some reason, it. he told me before I went to go eat with it. He was like, "My mom's good, but my aunt's way better." And I'm yeah. like, "Why are you giving me this information? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me this before I go in here. Already yeah, judging yeah. the food." To be honest, you know. But this like, like chicken tikka masala, like that's not a thing. Like not, just, it's an English food. It's an English food that we just made. And like every Indian hey, restaurant hey, in hey, the world hey. sells that shit. It's all English food. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> For now. For now. For now. Give us no, 10 years. So chicken tikka is, is complete... No, it's a Brit- made it's made for like British people. Yeah. That's why there's like mad cream in it. Is that General Sow's like chicken? And that yeah. basically yeah. the General Sow's chicken of India is chicken yeah. tikka yeah. So what is the real Indian dish? Sex. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dal. 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 Yeah. Uh, that's it. Rogan Josh. Is like regional. Like that's not that's Kashmiri food. So that's like North Indian stuff. But like dal bindi. Bindi like is yeah. Vegetables is it's like a good vegetable, like okra, this thing. Yeah. And then 
Biryani, I think, is biryani like... Biryani is big. When you go... When I would go in India, I, they would have three meals. Every meal was the exact same. It was aloo, which is potatoes, seasoned, mm-hmm. cooked, whatever. Roti, which is the bread. Yeah. And dal and chal and rice. That's it. That's yeah. all I ate every meal. And a paratha. You've got to have a paratha. Yes. That's just like a stuffed bread thing with like uh, curd and, and pickle. Hmm. Yeah. We didn't even have that. We didn't even have that. <laughs> At all? Like we ate it, but now nah, I got the same shit three meals a day every day. How'd that feel? <laughs> Yo, dead ass. I didn't like potatoes, and then after I ate it enough, I was like, well, I was tripping. <laughs> potatoes are kind of lit. Yeah, I I didn't like aloo. I was like, where'd ah, you guys get from. potatoes from? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Ireland. Oh, yep. did we? I don't think so. Hundred percent. White people brought potatoes to India. Before that, you were just eating slop. <laughs> 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 wow <laughs> it's true we, and then there was just like an entire Indus valley full of slop, <laughs> of slop and then white people showed up and they were like we bring this exactly and in return we want Mouth everything apple, else you give have give us some jewels you get yeah. some potatoes it seems like a fair trade yeah that's what happened that's I think that's what happened <laughs> we gotta yeah. we gotta mop up the slop a little bit we need some potatoes that's we what we do with the roti that's what that bread is for you I know, know but eventually you get tired of all the bread <laughs> Right, Al, you know this too. You studied that region. You studied most of uh, Asia. What are you talking about? You, you told me that. How is it every time you're just going to this guy for everything Indian? You're like, listen, it's like your show. We have a spotlight on the color. I'm just Ooh. I just want our fans to understand and our supporters to understand what's going on in India, where the food came from, where the culture came from. It's all you guys. It's us. Yes, dude. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why we're taking all your jobs. Yes. And all your brides. And all your technology. Talk about it. I'm sorry, this get more aggressive than a plan to talk about it. Now, how is that criticized like when Indian dudes have like a white wife? Is like, that criticized in India? Colonialism? Yes. No. No, it's, it's celebrated, fine. right? Yeah. Oh, really? Now, that's what why about Indian I don't women? do it. <laughs> Go on. That's, that. that's I don't. It, to me, that's whack. That it's so celebrated to yeah. not marry an Indian girl and marry a white girl or whatever. And that's part of why I shit on white women so much because it's just like somebody needs to not do that. Somebody needs to be like, "Yo, our women are beautiful. Why are you sitting here celebrating this outside race just because you had this complex?" Let's get over that. As a also, people. do you know like a lot of like brown white girls will meet a brown guy oh, and then just wife? be more Indian would, than the guy. Like in one month, the white girl is like more Indian than anybody in the family. Have you seen that? Oh, like they're she, like like she she knows everything yeah, about the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. like yeah. trying to show respect. That's yeah. annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Cultural appropriation a little bit as well. I just want to say this is just a little bit. This is a little bit. Pandery, right? Yeah. Hey, little pandering ass bitch. Fuck out of here, dog. Get that shit somewhere else. Yeah. Beat us some fucking Frankfurters. Oh. Just be white. <laughs> Stupid ass Be bitch. white. It's why we met you. Be white. Yeah, That's yeah exactly. Be proud. Be they're, white. They're ruining the thing that you like. <laughs> right? You want to parade around the white girl. You don't want the bindi and the fucking I want sorry. the bindi. I have a brown nah, they wife. Want, they want, I want the bindi. No, yeah. if you get the white wife. They want the skin and the I white babies. White no, a hypothetical it's situation. Too conversation. The people, it's the too people much who do. The people who, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the people who are, the Wait, people. wait, wait, wait. Actually, go back. Go. This is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Why don't you want the white wife? Because talk I'm about, about your feelings to all the time. Yeah, you have to yeah. communicate. You have to do all of that stuff. All the communication. Played against the wall. What is this? Yeah. All these feelings. That seems aggressive, no. but yeah. It's too much communication. <laughs> Say again? It's too much communication. From my end. From your end. Yeah, my like, wife communicates. I just listen. That's it. That's how this oh, works. Oh, but the white women expect you to talk back. Absolutely. 
Interesting. Then you just get married. Aren't you learning this stuff as well? I, like, I, I am learning these things, like but I, I kind of just vent. Yeah. And then she just takes it all in. And then it's kind of like, uh, like the black Panther costume. Like <laughs> eventually it fills, it fills up and then she uses it back against me. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't happen in the moment. It just builds, 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 builds. She and then it's the power. Exactly. It's like Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. But like you vent without interruption. Yeah. I think you're an Indian woman. Uh, <laughs> that's why I want the Karma Sutra. Okay. <laughs> now, are Indian women allowed to date white guys? Uh, yeah. And like back home, no problem. Uh, depending on where you are, Delhi or Bombay and all of that. Would the Indian men be like, yo, what the fuck is going on over here? Like, haven't I, you I made enough agree. of our people good looking? Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey, hey, who am I to complain? Who am I to complain? Can I hit him with a wink? <laughs> yeah, funny Jay Shetty. <laughs> that motherfucker yeah. pretty. That motherfucker is pretty. I heard, I heard you don't like Jay Shetty. I just do a joke about him. Why? Well, just because he steals all his stuff? Who cares? <laughs> Does oh he steal God. all his stuff? Well, that's, that's, you know, there's. Oh, a... oh well, yeah, yeah, let's talk about beef. Yeah. <laughs> Beef is fun. I mean, that's the bit. It's just like he gets respect because we feel like there's a white guy trapped inside him. Like, <laughs> oh, just trying to get out. He's pa the... You don't think he's just a fine ass dude? Jay Shetty? No, that motherfucker's yeah. fine. Yeah. That motherfucker's oh, he's fine. Dog. Yeah, I mean, that guy's literally shaved the beard. His mouth could get worked. Oh my God. I'm gonna stop it up. Have you seen a single Instagram video of, of him? Of him? Show me an Instagram video of him. Because it's all, there are two ways and there's a right way and a wrong way. You pick your way. Bye. Like, <laughs> what like it, it's very obvious spirituality Hating. hold on you did a two indians you did a whole two indians i think we got some hate going on yeah. why why Be jealous because why are you trying to divide brown men though say yeah, yeah. i want to put yeah. them in little systems right and then they yeah, we can like, organize yeah, society yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, he's trying to create a hierarchy that's, that's all. it Okay, um, let's see what he's saying. Let's go. Okay. Pretty motherfucker. Amount of days that I wake up and actually want to go to the gym. What is his accent? He has an accent. Very, very few. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do I feel amazing after going to the gym? Yes. I meditation has been a part of my life for a long time, so it's changed. I have a healthy relationship. Where is it? Where is he? Uh, where is he from? There are still days when I don't want to meditate, or I'm too tired or exhausted. Oh, he's Australian. Or I'm too bored to go to sleep early, and so I'd rather think that maybe if I stay up a bit late, I'll be more entertained. He's South African. He's our Trevor Noah, dog. What does that mean? Fine as fuck South African. Um, I thought he was British. And British. that's like 90% of the reason for my I hate. I thought he was British too. I thought he was British too. I'm like, too, you but can't have the accent you were historically oppressed in. It's wrong. Oh, shit. Oh, that's he's, he's fire. English. Wait, oh, what? English. Okay. He's English. He's English. He's English. Okay. Yeah. I, he sounds Australian. It didn't. Look, he's clearly a handsome guy. You don't he think is. he's a handsome guy? I, I think, think that's part guy. of the reason he doesn't like him. Oh, shit. You don't like handsome guys? You just don't like handsome guys, you know. Should I feel insulted with, right with now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just he's not saying. handsome. He doesn't like handsome guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never said you no, weren't no, handsome. No, 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 I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. I don't I know mean, why I hate him. I just do. It's, it's like because he's gorgeous, <laughs> like dog. In, yeah. Because he's pretty. Gorgeous and British. No, it's British. Why do you guys hate the brands? Yeah, what did they ever do? Well, you know what I mean? Oh like, gosh. didn't they put some trains it's or Britain. something? Like, hey, bring you, you guys <laughs> love the trains. You love the trains. We love the your trains. favorite thing. No, no, the no, no. That's, it was, so, that was a fair trade. Did they do anything good? Did they do anything good? You could say England is the third India. 
You could oh, say. You could. There's, yeah. three Indias. There's three Indias, dude. <laughs> the matter is sub-Judas right now. <laughs> so I wouldn't say anything. No. Um, is there anything they did that's good? Do you ever look at something in India and you're like, well, at least they, we got that. There's like, got to be something. The Taj Mahal, right? Like, that was good. You that know? was a Muslim. I know, but what I'm saying is maybe 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 it came from yeah, some you know maybe it came from some people who weren't the nicest. But cricket, you believe uh, cricket? They brought cricket over, and, then, cricket. and now we're the best team that there is. Well, you lost to Pakistan last time, but it's okay. It's but a, still, the best team. I'm just saying. <laughs> they had a bad day. No, no big, I just want to put it out there. You know what I'm saying, boy? <laughs> we got a Pakistani here. Yeah. yeah. What's up, man? Uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You see that? Come no, Listen, <laughs> this is the West. In the West, we're all Arabs. It's fine. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's cool. Well, actually, technically, Vir is uh, African. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I grew up in Nigeria. Until when? What age to what age? Madness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why. <what> <laughs> uh, I went to Africa age two to age 16. I was you're, in boarding school in India. But you're an African, bro. Yeah, oh, I thought African, you moved absolutely. earlier than that. I thought you moved when you were in like third grade or some shit like that. Fifth grade. Something no, like I was two that. years no, old when I went to Nigeria. Yeah. No, I thought you came back to India earlier. So no. you, your formative years are Nigerian. Uh, Nigeria. Yeah. Oh, but shit. But I, I went to boarding school in India when I was eight years old. Do you know any so. of the cool dances? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, you went to boarding school in India when you were eight. So you would go to India half the year and then come to back yeah, to Nigeria man. for summer or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So you just still spend most of your time in India. Oh. Yeah, eight months a year. Yeah, eight months but a year. In my India. parents okay. were in Africa, but again, like Indians in Africa tend to be just very kind of insulated yeah, as well. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like gated communities and only socialize with Indians, and it's it's, it's a thing. Ah, oh. so, yeah. Accepted. Indians in Africa. Yeah, very much so. Really very good relationship so. and with everyone. Cultural similarities. Yeah, and I think like Indians and Nigerian people are very similar in that we're very like emotional people. Uh, it's uh, like we're just similar cultures, mm. like in terms of values, family values, systems, all of that stuff. Don't trust similar. them when you're doing business. It's <laughs> very similar. <laughs> very similar. Were you taking down some sisters? Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, I was eight, so no. <laughs> but when you were sixteen, no, no, nothing, no, still no. But you uh, didn't, you didn't see, and you weren't just like, oh shit, dude. No, I. Uh, <laughs> You think they started dancing like this because they were looking over the gate to see oh what the Indians <laughs> oh Are there God. Indians in there? What's that? Yes. Who are those and, yeah. and then you guys were dancing back like. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were just waving with hands yeah. to show them the hands. We're, like, we're here. We're here. We actually are here. Okay. So, so no, no chocolate. No. Really? Not until college. I went to college in America. Oh, and then you took down. Yeah, I went to Galesburg, Illinois. The mecca of civilization. Is <laughs> Gale, why? Why? Why there? Financial aid. Like there's a college called Knox College that gives you like 90% financially, 95% wow. financially. So oh. it's like 1,200 kids, really diverse. Um, so yeah, that's where I went to college. You also went to the Moscow Center for Performing Arts or something like that, right? No. No performing arts in Moscow? I have no ties with Russia at all. Uh, I just want to put that you out see, there. You, you, see, you see how they do, yo? Do you you see how they do? I heard that Come from Doug. Eh? No, and I it's on your Wikipedia. I went to... Uh, it's program. really yeah. I yeah. went to a program yeah, in careful. Boston. Be careful. But Russians are fucking amazing to study acting with, right? Because uh -huh. like after four years of drama school, where Americans are very like feedback oriented, they're like, I yeah. see what you're doing, but take a different direction, emote with your shoulders, whatever. Yeah. That stuff. Russians are just like bullshit. Get off stage. I don't like you. Insult. Yeah. Check off. Your mother is whore. Get out. <laughs> like, it's like very direct feedback. Yeah. So like after three years of drama school and you spend all this money to learn how to act. 
the artistic director of the Moscow Arts Theatre comes up and he's like, acting is uh, very simple. Uh, read script. Believe script. Then do what the fuck you like. And he left. Whoa. Oh, so he <laughs> came to your program in okay. Boston. The, yeah, there's a program with the American Repertory Theatre and the Moscow Arts Theatre. It's like five months. And she did each other. Rap, I think. Huh? Right, not doing that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And it was method acting, right? Yeah. So Stanislavski. who were you? Huh? Who was I? During your little uh, stint. As in, they. I mean, it's it's like meta stuff, but I was apparently like a horse. Is is what they were saying? Like you have the embody the psychology of a horse. Is what they kind of gave you in in this thing. So. You paid yeah. for this? It's <laughs> <laughs> actually a full scholarship, so I was just like, okay. it's free, I'll go. So what would you do as a horse? Like, huh? how would you, yep. Here we go. What would you do? Like, it, you know. <laughs> I don't. We gotta see now. You gotta show us. Oh, you gotta show us. Interested, you know. Yeah. But would you, you show us <laughs> like that? Graze. No, no would you, no. Would you just eat carrots and yeah, shit? Like pretty what? Much, yeah. Really? No, it's it a bunch of Russian people who sit around you and like yeah. give you vodka, and they're like, "We think you remind us of like of a, a, horse. Of a horse." That's insulting, dog. I think so. You have to live yeah. as a horse. That's insulting. I think it's so. like reincarnation before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like past life regression. Yeah, method acting. Is I used to be a horse. <gasps> yeah. Oh, maybe they had it, it. Maybe you have it in you. Maybe you were a horse in a past life, and they noticed that. I think so. Yeah, I think Russians can look they can into your tell past what lives. you were. Yeah, they might destroy your future one right now, but they can look into your past. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's the... They're giving those people a bright future. Are they? Are there potatoes involved this time as well? Is that what's going on? How do you make like, vodka? Yeah, vodka? That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Almost died right there. Um, yeah, dude, the acting thing is interesting. It's hard to go back after doing stand-up or no? It's very hard. Yeah. Because it's not real. Like, yeah. I, I, I'll do a project sometimes and I'm just like, fuck, if I have to talk about like intermittent fasting and protein shakes for another hour, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. You, You're you talking about with the cast. With the cast. It's, right? it's hard. It is so, no, the socialization. And because everybody's having some personal crisis that really nobody oh, gives know, a fuck so about. <laughs> and then the you come worst. to a comedy club at night and you're just like, oh, damaged yeah. people, my yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you yeah. feel at home. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so true. People don't understand like the downtime is, it's all downtime. Yeah. And it's just like boring downtime with the dumbest people. Yeah. Well, the, I, I don't know who said it, but she was like, I act for free. I get paid to wait. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, Judy Garland, maybe yeah. or somebody said that, but... Like I remember, so I'm still acting, but I remember the moment I knew, I'm like, I need to find something that's fulfilling. Like I was on, I was in a movie and in Bollywood movies, we have like five or six songs, right? So you, yeah. so you rehearse for like eight days for a song. And I was on a piano yeah. on a beach uh, in like white pants with like a- Backstreet Boys video. Like a chiffon shirt yep. that was open. I see it. I and see there were like six air blowers pointed at my shirt. So it was fluttering in the wind. Yep. I hadn't had carbs in like a week. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was just waiting for this girl to run towards me. Yeah. And they film her in slow motion. So like this lady had to charge like this fucking 10 times a day. And I'm just like, man, I need to find something, something else, else to do with my fucking life. All right, guys, we can take a break for a second because I got to make sure your energy's up, okay? I gotta make sure your energy's up and you need that gamer subs to make that happen. I'm telling you right now, you're playing video games with the homies. Call of Duty, all right? You found a way to like redo the game to make sure we're taking out Russians, right? You're the fucking Ghost of Kiev. Well, the Ghost of Kiev stays up all night because he's on that gamer subs, just taking out Russian planes, taking out Russian tanks, taking out Russian whores as well. 
Gamer subs got him up all night. Laser focus. Gamer subs. It's probably healthy, isn't it? It's healthy, dog. Zero calories, keto friendly, whatever you want to do. I took it right for the podcast. See, so Akash is going to be off the wall. And Man. you know, another cool thing is if you buy one of the tubs, mm-hmm. you're going to get one of these waifu cups. Yep. Do you know what the waifus are? Look at I that just, shit right there. I got there. a titty waifu. Still love it. You dork. Yeah. You got the Bitcoin waifu. They, the waifus come with badass anime chicks on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Front and back. Oh, here you go. Mark, Thank you. Mark got a real one. There you go. Look at that. Mark got a straight one. Cat ears, full set of tits, no nipple prints. I mean, that's fire, dude. That's super fire. Full set of tits, no nip prints. Nips are soft. Nips are super soft. But fat tits, fat anime tits. They'd be reselling on eBay for a couple hundred bucks. Yo, that's crazy. But why would you resell it if you already filled it with your cum? (laughs) Why would you do that? Who's going to want to buy your cum-filled waifu? I'm just saying, if if you don't fill it up with cum, <laughs> you can resell it on either. Okay? Anyway, point is, we have a special promo. Friday, we have buy any tub, get a free waifu cup that you can resell if you want or you can fill with your cum. You go to gamersups.com. That's G-A-M-E-R-S-U-P-P-S.com. Use the code flagrant to receive 10% off your order. Do it right now. Let's get back to the show. To that question, what was the moment where stand-up you realized was the thing? You said you fell back in love with it. Was there a moment when you were like, yo, this is... Because I tend to think a stand-up is who you are at the end of the day. And when you talk about two Indias, it's like, oh, he's a stand-up. I have to get this out. What was the moment on stage where you were like, nah, this is who I am. I'm a stand-up. I had come to the States to like, Take meetings, which is whatever yeah. that means. It yes. means give nothing. money to Uber. Yeah. Uh, means nothing. And, yeah. <laughs> and I was in LA and I got a spot at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. And it was uh, it was two o'clock in the morning or whatever, one o'clock, like a late show. And I hadn't done stand up in like four years. I just crashed and burned at the box office. And uh, the guy who runs the Laugh Factory, Jamie Masada, yeah. uh, put me on after Whitney Cummings. Yeah. And yeah. I did like six minutes. And I just remember watching her like, crush yeah like kill suck the energy out of the room and i went up and i did well yeah and i just remember being up there just being like easy follow uh, <laughs> <laughs> love you wet yeah but yeah. i just remember like i was between her and dane cook yeah. right and what you have to understand is it's impossible to come from where i come from without being a bit of a fanboy yeah when you see like western comics who you've watched your entire life so For you're sure. a intimidated because these are venues that you've seen in documentaries sure so it's it's bigger to you than it is to anyone who's grown up on the scene and then you see people that you've seen in movies and you, yeah. you've seen in documentaries as well or they're yeah. special so it's a big deal for you yeah uh coming from india and so i just remember watching her being terrified going up doing six minutes doing really really well mm. and coming off stage and just being like i fucking feel better than i felt in five years mm. and i will take this seriously now mm. so then i just kind of started spending time here started touring the world a little bit more yeah yeah sometimes you got to change your model for success i think we get caught up in like the systems model yeah especially even like we have more opportunities i guess here in america for stand-ups now maybe it's changing in india but like early on in our career it's like okay, I'm going to do some stand-up, I'm going to get a sitcom, and then I'm going to do that sitcom for a while, and then yeah. I'm going to put out specials. with a And then you start doing some of these things, and you're like, wow, I don't really enjoy that. Like, every time I was preparing for a late-night set, I'd be like, I'm miserable. And then I started to yeah. go, do I even need to do this? And I go, none of the people that I look up to have done this. I don't need to do this. And then I go, okay, I don't want to do this part of my model for success. And that's the freedom, I think, that stand-up kind of provides. I heard it put really well by somebody else. They said success is the amount of time that passes between like you having an idea 
and somebody believing in that idea. Mm. Mm. And most of us spend like our entire lives trying to get that time down to like the minimum amount. Saying I want to do this, and then instantly everybody's like, I want like yeah. the biggest Bollywood stars guy called Amir Khan. If Amir Khan wakes up yeah. tomorrow morning and he's like, I want to do a movie about donkeys that do judo in Peru. Yeah, fucking five donkeys will learn judo. You know, yeah. like somebody will write a script. <laughs> It'll happen in like five months. That's success. Yeah, to me. Yeah, uh, and I feel like for stand-ups because we have like nine ideas in our head every single morning mm. that we got to put out. Like that's the journey, but. Like to your point of what you were saying, I think what really changed is everything else became so fake that yeah. people started valuing authenticity yeah, well, more than anything else. I uh, think the the internet allowed people to see authenticity. Yeah, be, we didn't know what was fake before because all we had was fake. Yeah, mm. you know, you try one type. There's one option for food in your neighborhood. That yeah. food is good, and then another restaurant pops up, and you realize if that food is good or not. Yeah, and I think that's what the internet did. Is it like disrupted truth? It disrupted comedy. Disrupted absolutely everything. It's disrupting banking right now. Like the internet is just the great disruptor. And for our industry, it allowed us to like go do the jokes we wanted to do. And all of a sudden, people start seeing them. They're like, "Oh, I prefer this." Yeah. To what I'm watching on Fridays at Comedy Central. But even it's it's a nice artistic sort of trip to change from here are all the gatekeepers between me and an audience. Yeah. Uh, Here's everything that I have to be to them before I get to be somebody that they decide to the audience. But now just kind of going, fuck, there's a living and just being me. Yeah. And I get to control this. Like that's, I don't think there's a better time for us. For creatives, no. Yeah. No. I mean, it's just, yeah, this is awesome. And they'll find a way to clamp down. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you one more question. You're credited as like really moving comedy forward in India. Like one of the big guys that like helped get it started, right? Uh, where do you want to see it go? I where do you where are you trying to push it to, and how? I want to see. I just want to see like nine clubs in every city. I would love to see that, and not in the big cities, in the small cities. I'd love to see comedy without consequence. I'd love to see political comedy, religious comedy, just like and where it's it seems like nothing unusual at all. It just feels like something that happens every day. I'd love to see more female comics in India. Like that's something that I'd, I'd love to see. There's not enough right now. There's like a big sort of how imbalance. Many, how many, yeah, how many, yeah. Oh like God. working yeah. female comics in India, maybe 30, 35. That's a good amount. I feel like, <laughs> that's a good I feel like no. you know. Yeah, 30? That's a lot, yo. yeah. Yeah, so How many female comics do you have here? Oh, maybe twenty. Twenty. I think that's. I think you're. I think. I think you're being. I think we got between ten and twenty. I think you're being generous. Who you would consider a comic, like or like who everybody would consider a comic. (laughs) Two to four. Wow. Two to four. Is Joan Rivers still alive? Three. (laughs) Three. Yeah. So we need to raise the number. Eddie Izzard, I think, has become. Yeah, Eddie Izzard is a woman. Now he's a woman. So then yeah. back up to four. <laughs> Eddie Izzard is fucking amazing. He's like, incredible. He's yeah. my top. He's incredible. Three. Like that's 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 high. Like Pryor, Carlin, <laughs> and Eddie Izzard are my top three. Wow. This guy still yeah. wants to act. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next week, I say the right thing, baby. Really, that's your top three. What about Rock? What about? Patrice, what about Chappelle? I, I think Chappelle? you like it's who you grow up with as well, right? So I just yeah. wasn't exposed to them when I was like growing up. But like yeah. Carlin for just sheer not give a fuckness. Yeah. Prior for vulnerability and putting that into stand up. Yeah. And Eddie Izzard for saying something that he clearly wrote and making you feel like he made up the entire show on the ah, spot. Ah, mm. yeah. So yeah, like that's yeah. why I like those three guys. Yeah, yeah, Eddie. Yeah, Eddie's great at that. He can yeah. make it feel like the first time. And 
but it's all written yeah and it's it's super craft and it's all rehearsed yeah but he he is like the blend between like a stage play and stand-up comedy yeah like a one-man show and stand-up mm. is, is that still a thing though like the, i think oh, the british do it a lot more than than we do here but I, I feel like those lines are blending as well, right? In terms of like what stand-up is. I feel yeah. like that discussion changes every single year. Yeah. And you're like, no, this feels like a one-man show or this feels too cinematic or that feels like a TED talk. Or, I know, just, if it changes. It's, if it's less jokes, it's one-man show. Right. And <laughs> if it's more jokes, it's, it's stand-up. If you I, can't be a successful stand-up, you do a one-man show. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But or then, if there's one theme in it. But then like, is the American, like our Americans opposed to like stand-up shows with narrative or like with story to them no i, no, think, I think so. that those people are incredibly successful yeah i think they're like sometimes stand-ups i feel like we're all thinking of the same people and not saying it but anyway <laughs> but who like like a mike berbiglia or something like that no but like that's pure storytelling and yeah, that, he's, that's like he's a storyteller like i feel like that's joke uh, heavy. neil brennan has joke heavy one-man show absolutely hilarious okay uh berbiglia to, is funny berbiglia yeah. is, is storyteller yeah he's mastered it Right, yeah. so it's like. The, but would you call that a one-man show? Berbiglia, I would call one-man show. But okay. Berbiglia could work those sh jokes out, like parts of those stories out on stage. Yeah, he was a successful stand-up. Yeah, I always wonder that. Like, do storyteller stand-ups like pop into the club? Yeah, and I think here? they work out the stories there, and I think that's how they get them good. Nice. I mean, I mean that's, that's what I would do. I would want the expectations of a stand-up crowd. If I'm killing with that, mm -hmm. and then turning to the narrative, and then you separate yourself a little bit. I think that that's cool. I think that's good. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I do think that there are people who go, "I'm a storyteller" because they're just not punching up their jokes enough. They don't want the expectations of stand-up. Mm. Nice. But I think the elite storytellers and one-man show guys, like the Eddie Izzard guys, mm -hmm. no comic is going, "Oh yeah, he's not that funny. He's just being a storyteller." He is stand-up funny. And happens to have this like orchestrated, beautiful piece. Yeah. Which I think you could look at like, you know, I don't want to say next level because I love watching a Chris Rock or a Bill Burr or like mm -hmm. a Patrice. Like I like what they do and that's yeah. a little bit more my style. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate somebody putting together a piece. Even Akash, like you put together a piece. There's a yeah, string yeah. of these jokes yeah. that all had a similar theme. That was the idea, yeah. 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 So you could say you're gay. You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> you could say that. You, I've been trying gay. to say you're it for I mean, years, actually. I didn't know that you were one man gay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you are. I've been trying to thank you for finally Finally, I realized it. I mean, if you and Jay Shetty got together like that Baby. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I should be so lucky. <laughs> yeah. I I look at Jay like, why are you settling? You know what I mean? Nah, bro. Yo. Yeah, I think you got just as pretty eyes. I don't know. He's man. got better cheekbones. He got great cheekbones. His eyes are like icy blue. Yeah. He's crazy. No, he I could get never, fucked, like, man. Rithik maybe. Like Rithik Roshan is like a big superstar. He's gorgeous, but he got three thumbs. Yeah, true. Three. I, I was like, okay, there's what? another one on this. He got two thumbs on one hand. Yeah. I had a I had a driver. It's all. Why, you ever notice that? Why is it yeah. you guys that always have like the extra fucking limbs and shit? I don't know. This is true. You always say this, and I don't think. It's if a, there's a person crazy. that's like born with like another leg, it's Indian. Why the, is that? The Kama Sutra. That's why you should read that shit. Because <laughs> we're doing all the funny fucking, right? So, so there you go. No, but that's is, why I stay away. But is that a sheer numbers thing? And we just don't hear about it from China because China doesn't like promote it. Isn't everything with us a sheer numbers thing? I'm, like, I, yeah. I literally am wondering. China's like, got to have some fucking. Come on. Some China. mutants, bro. We just yeah, don't know. Yeah. Just what not do they do? About you it. can't call them mutants. What, Uyghurs? Yeah. What do you call them? <laughs> what do you call <laughs> Is that what they're putting in the camp? No. Are they just finding all like the extra limbers? Yeah, they can get more work done. <laughs> there you go. You know Build I mean? the toys. Yeah. You have an extra hand. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
You're putting on four wheels at once. That's crazy. Make That's a building in five point. minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you a serious question though? Yes, Why is India trying to do uh, side deals for Russian oil right now? I do not know. The fuck, is yo? the correct answer. <laughs> we like, thought that we were homies, man. I mean, are we homies? You live pretty far away. I just want to put that you know, out there. Distant like homies. they're right next door. Yeah. So. We've been sending 10 cents a day or whatever. <laughs> Oh you know what I mean? Like, come on, yo! I thought that they, 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 they we're best friends. I thought that we're in this together. I mean, ten cents the company in China. You know what I mean? Fuck, was that so, what we've been sending the money <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah, we, we didn't Holy get that shit. Dude. shit. <laughs> yeah. They were using the Indian babies yeah. to get us to send money to a Chinese company. Yeah, ten cents. Sons yeah. of bitches. Yeah. I don't know. Is the correct answer? Like, I have no idea. Is there any pushback to that? Any scrutiny? No, there is definitely. Okay, I don't want to get you in like in trouble back home. No, I'm not in enough trouble as it is right now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, because I, I, I'm curious also about like the whole farmer thing. Mm-hmm. But can you talk about that without well, they, getting in they, trouble? They repealed the laws. Yeah, like, I know. And, and I remember you guys talking about that yes. on the on the podcast. So I appreciate that. But the, uh, <laughs> I mean, the two days after uh, I put out that piece, and I just kind of went underground for like a week. And then I came out and they were like, they repealed the farmer laws. You did uh, uh, no, not me, but no, I was just like, it. I didn't know. Yeah, I remember did. that and line, bro. Huh? That was a good line. Yeah. We brag line. about being vegetarians, but we shit all over the farmer. Was it? Run, was over, that was run over the farmer. I mean, run somebody legitimately farmers. ran over farmers. Yeah. But no, but he, like it was 48 hours later. And like, that was something that made me happy. You know mm. what I mean? Like those laws went away. It was a big movement. So what are we thinking here? Can you even talk about it or do you get in trouble? I don't want you to get in trouble. I'm already But I want the answer. Uh, As far as the farmers go, those laws are gone. The laws are gone and they won. Okay, they won. If there's one community that has like commitment and like doesn't back down, it's the Sikhs. That's what I'm talking Uh, about. You know, like you you just, you like, they will hold a grudge. They will stay committed. They will fight. Yeah, my wife be holding a grudge. Right? (laughs) So his wife converted him. Yeah. No, she did not. You are sick. Okay. How do you meet your wife? Like, you wear the- uh, she had a fat ass, and I followed it. Oh, nice. Show. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Most the Indian cool. way ever to show. meet your wife. Yeah, street harassment. <laughs> but um, just but, hanging out outside her college, like no, 3 I walked out and saw, and I was like, whoa. And then I walked to go see what she looked like, and then her sister turned around and was like, "Can we get a picture?" And I was so like, there has to be yeah. family involved, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, where 100%. was this? Yeah, yeah. We actually brought you on this podcast because we want to convert you as well. <laughs> by putting on this the cutter, 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 cutter. by cutter. putting on this cutter, you will now go to heaven <laughs> or nirvana or whatever you call it. Because oh, the assumption I is I wasn't going. You weren't going to go. <laughs> yeah. Right. But now, if you on this podcast become sick, as oh, let me put it on. Let's, I don't, let's see if it fits. There you go. Let's go. <laughs> I played a Sikh man before, like uh, in in like two movies. How so, much did they make you drink? Uh, <laughs> a lot, and there was no makeup, and I wore a turban, and I grew a full beard, and I got to eat what the fuck I like, which never happens in a movie. Really? Yeah, yeah you can pull it up actually. I'm like, uh, and then I, I played like an old Sikh man as well. Like I played an eighty year old Sikh man, mm. which is kind of cool. Now, did the Sikh it's community so get upset? Were they? Because they'll okay. never huh? actually give a roll to a guy with a turban. Like, <laughs> I just pulled guys. You just, just, you just eat some just, yeah. that, That's what I was asking. Like, does the Sikh community go? Why can't we so do that, those? You see that old guy? Oh wow! And that's me as a Sikh man. The top left. Yeah, that middle one. You look oh, like wow. Ben Lottie. <laughs> but that <laughs> left one. <laughs> yeah. But but is that is there like ever pushback from the community? Like, does the community go? Hey, we want um, uh, Hindu people playing roles that are for Hindu. We want uh, Punjabi people playing roles that are for Punjabis. Like, that exists in America. Not at all. No. Uh, 
so this movie that we did was about the Sikh riots where a lot of Sikh people lost their lives in 1981 and we mm. shot it in a place where those riots happened and it was kind of magical in that everybody who lives in that locality would just come out and stand on their rooftop and watch the shooting for like 9 hours a day so you you're recreating the worst moment uh, in their history 81 84 81 there was another one uh, I sorry, 1984. 1984 and yeah. and so you you're recreating the worst moment in their entire family's history and they're just quietly watching from a rooftop as you recreate murder and uh. and fires and uh, and violence and they couldn't have been nicer and more respectful and how did they uh take in the mu- the movie was it successful did they appreciate it no it wasn't a successful movie but it was just It's one of those things where you'd be shooting and then suddenly food would show up from households. Oh really? And, and they'd be like come in and like you know come and have lunch with us. Like they were just really really good. And like the one thing about the Sikh community that I will say is like they never let anyone go hungry. Yes. Uh like they're a very respectful tight community. So like that was a life-changing experience just shooting there in front of them. I think I think he's going to come around. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to come around. Would it be bad for your uh career if you became uh trans if i became no i don't think so uh the way my career is going <laughs> it might be it, it might be, might the be right just thing. the thing i need no oh what is the group of people i get to ask all my indian questions what is the group of people who are like trans and if you don't give them money it's like bad luck i mean the, i'm not sure if they're called eunuchs but uh i don't know if there's like a an official word We have For a term I don't remember what it is but I don't there is a term though. Yeah. And they're considered to be holy and and you you know if there's a blessing in your house you give them money. Yeah, yeah. It, we look at it more like a mafia that comes and asks for money and you pay <laughs> them you otherwise we, who bad you things will happen. My family? In Delhi? My family. Uh just no, that's what I've heard. You give them money or it's bad luck. And it's not yeah. out of reverence necessarily. It's like, yo, You Must be nice to have the monopoly on good luck, though. Like that's a good. Yeah, I said move. no to one on the street, and then I swear to God, my plane coming back from India that night had turbulence, and a guy had to go to the hospital. Like, yeah, yo, I think it was aimed aimed at me. These motherfuckers trying to get me, and they got some guy in coach. Whoa, He's lucky. yeah, lucky your boy was they laying flat. They didn't know flat. you got upgraded. Yeah, yeah, yeah they didn't know. Man, they just saw your eyes, and they were like, "He has dollars." And <laughs> like, we're gonna go talk to this guy. Yeah, but that was so. a real thing. That <laughs> night, somebody there was like a medical emergency. They had to call for a doctor on the flight. It was wild. Oh, Because you were like somebody else rupees. on your flight. I don't know. I didn't give a guy 100 rupees. He uh, gave me bad luck and luckily it missed. I'm like Harry Potter out this bitch. Yeah. The boy lived. <laughs> My dad bro. was on a flight with somebody died. And in the the weirdest like announcement, the, the pilot came on and he was like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, somebody's died. But we're, <laughs> but we're closer to our destination than we are no. to where we left from. So we're just going to complete the flight if everybody's okay with that. Wow. And then everybody just sat in silence around a dead body for like 45 minutes. And we're happy to get to their destination. Oh my god! I mean, I I, I would have pretended to be the dead guy. <laughs> I would have <laughs> put the glasses on and just laid there, just fell on the guy next to me. <laughs> Bro, forty-five minutes though, you can't turn around. No, we're not turning around. But also, like, even if we just went up in the air and they died, finish the flight. Yeah, <laughs> in my opinion. Like, don't. Yeah, we have to get to Sydney. <laughs> yeah, like eleven hours. It's fine. Yeah, one hundred percent. How much you decompose in eleven hours? Probably not that much. Yeah, and they're already stink. Just jokes, guys. You know Do we have a doctor on the flight or deodorant on the flight? Do we have deodorant or cologne? Also, yeah, oh. what are the chances there's got to be doctors? Or is this our like a bigoted understanding of like uh, Indians? Like when you go to India, it's just like America. In that like 
how do I explain this? Like here, I expect greatness of Indians, right? Yeah. Doctor, engineer, etc. I'm sure like Americans, maybe abroad, you're like, oh, you're here because you're working in some corporation, mm -hmm. whatever, right? Yeah. So most of the, the white people there are like British tourists or some shit like that. But over there, the expectation when you're seeing Indians, you're not like, oh, there's an abundance of engineers, doctors, or educated peoples. Well, I mean, there is an abundance of engineers and educated. Like we have the youngest working population on the planet right now. Like we have yeah, the I saw you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. it's it's we are the workforce, or at least the biggest free workforce in in uh, or democratic workforce in the world right now. So there's huh. a bunch of engineers and doctors, but like it's kind of all changing. Like you can, huh. if you live in the bigger cities in India, you can be whatever the fuck you like. And there's money to be made and support to be found. Like, it's really cool what's happening in my country right now. Oh. Other things, like comedic stuff aside and like a right-wing government aside. Yeah. Just like what the younger generation in doing, is doing in my country right now is fucking breathtaking. It is. Sounds like a opportunity has yeah. hit India. It feels like you guys in the 60s. Yeah. You know, that's what it feels like it's happening in my country right now. My, uh, my father always talks about like... Uh, he was in the army, he got in the army, and he just walked into a local uh, news station mm -hmm. and just filled out a res not even a resume, filled out an application to be a reporter. This is unheard of now. Now yeah. you have to go to Syracuse and then get into reporter school, and then hopefully you have some connection, you do an internship. But there was a time in America where without education, you could just walk in and get these different jobs. Yeah. And I wonder if that's kind of what's happening. Yeah, I see why black people are so no, pissed exactly. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see why I'm black people are so right pissed now. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why'd you come here? <laughs> Why'd you come here then? Oh, yeah. Why'd y'all come? Yeah, oh, I should have turned back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was already dead people on the ship, man. Oh make, your own, make your own news station. <laughs> they couldn't even apply to vote. Yeah, applied to be newscasters. Son, once they got the right to vote, everything really went downhill in terms of becoming newscasters in one day. Yo, is there is some sort of connective tissue there, you know? <laughs> is that what you did with your first vote? Is stop white people from doing what they wanted whenever? Yeah, kinda, <laughs> kinda, yeah. yeah. I just love it when white people talk to black people about tissue. That, that's yeah. my, yeah, that's my it's fun. It no, but often. is is that happening there? Like, is that kind of opportunity <laughs> happening? Yeah, I think so. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I, I I'm hugely optimistic about where we're going to be in 15 years mm. as a country. Like culturally, I think yeah. we're going to be a force in the world. I do. I'm sorry if this sounds like sentimental or whatever, but it's. You know, it's no, something I, we I like this. This yeah. is good. Yeah. I love the idea of opportunity. I mean, you kind of did that. You put a podcast on the internet and now people watch it. You're like a newscaster and you didn't have to go into the studio. You did a step pew, pew, pew. You Take a, that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's your fucking Yankee MAGA hat. By the way, can I just say, like, <laughs> as somebody who listens to the show, like, and, and I love the podcast, like, Thanks. my favorite part is also the way you guys do advertising on this thing. Because it's like crisis-based advertising. I've never seen anybody sell harder, right? So, like, you, you come on and be like, we're going to take a break because I want to talk to you about your dick. Your dick is dead. Yeah. Your dick needs help right now. Yeah. Save your dick. Your dick is dead. Dead. Dick's on an airplane uh, and it's uh, passed and, away. Just, <laughs> but we still gotta land. I'm just listening. We like go me. full Alex Jones when we do the advertising. Like maybe sure. my dick is dead. He yeah. seems very convinced. So we're all on Bluetooth right now. We are all on it. No, like you guys hard sell, which yeah. is uh, which is fun. All right, guys, we can take a break for a second because boners are important. They're important to you. They're important to the women in your life. Okay, your mom likes a hard dick. <laughs> 
super hard. Guaranteed your mom had a hard dick minimum once in her life. You can't even refute that. Scientifically. Scientifically speaking. Irrefutable. Irrefutable evidence that your mm. mom likes hard dick. Well, maybe adopted. Nah. <laughs> nah, bro. This person I'm talking to right now is not adopted. Uh -oh. His mom got nutted in, Mark. <laughs> Probably he, by the dad. Even the adopted person has a mom. That's true. That even the adopted person got fucking nutted in. She there. might not have wanted to raise him because she wanted too much dick. Yeah. Anyway, that that whole batch of cum that your dad unloaded in your mom's box. Can we restart? Deserves to come out of the hardest dick possible. Let him finish. Okay. Let him going. And Blue Chew's gonna make that happen. Okay. Blue Chew. That's the truth. Same active ingredients inside Viagra Cialis, but this is the truth. This is the truth. This is the one that's gonna have your mom bending over different. Oh, can you help me bring the muffins out of the oven? Because oh, I can't. My back. Why is your back hurt? You don't want to know. It got blown out. That's what happened. That's what I was out. alluding to. It got blown out. But thank out. you for saying exactly what it was. <laughs> Point is, your mom's getting the salt tech. What? <laughs> your mom is getting the salt tech. And, and she deserves to get it. And so does your girl. So does your wife. So does your side chick. Bluetooth.com. Matter of fact, you're going to get it for free. You use the promo code flagrant. You're going to get it for free. All you got to do is pay $5 shipping. Your mom's back is blown the fuck out. Okay. You want, you want to actually do that? I think that's the ad. Bluetooth.com. Use the promo code flagrant. Pay that $5 shipping. You get that first month for free. Enjoy. Let's get back to the show. Damn, Al, you had a really great point there that we covered up with comedy, but it was an opportunity <laughs> for everyone, huh? Damn, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's two I, Americans. I, <laughs> and my dad was in Baltimore, too. Like, <laughs> 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 it's just the only white guy there. Like, Put him on the news! <laughs> what a crime report. <laughs> Literally, Oprah was there, like doing everything she could to get on TV, and my dad was like, "I'm available." <laughs> Fuck! It was racism the whole time. Yeah, bro. shit. Yeah. Well, how are you guys gonna deal with that? You gotta, you know, your be dad careful with the racism. My dad news? might come over there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking take over the news. Dude. I think your dad TGI might do better news than some of our channels right now. Is it is it rough the news? It is because it's a lot of it is just fed to them by the. You know, by the authorities and all yeah. that. So there's like three news channels that do that, the though? news. But aren't you have you, a billion people. Like you he has need a thing a, enough in propaganda. His, in the special where he says there's a newspaper, and then he makes fun of the newspaper, and he said, "I've been told if I mention them by name, I will get sued to oblivion or some shit like that." Like, I've written my own articles in the newspaper. Like that's a thing. Like you just because you, you paid them, yeah. even though you shit on them all the time. Yeah, like you can pay them and write your own article, and they'll they'll embellish it a little bit, but you can buy space. Like we have a an entertainment thing called the Bombay Times, which used to be a newspaper, and now it says promotional entertainment supplement because they sell by the word. So technically, wow. you can write your own article in the newspaper. At least they're being honest what yeah, it is. Yeah, they're being honest about it. Yeah. I think that's our frustration with the news is like, you know, we come out here and we talk about different stories and we talk our shit, but we're, we're saying, hey, we're comedians. We don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. They're saying this is the news. This is the truth. Well, it's... I mean, is there one source that still like is unbiased or works? Because you seem to have like the CNN, New York Times, Fox News, blah, blah, blah. Or Info is it just Wars? Fox News? Huh? <laughs> Infowars. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is the truth. Now, I don't know. What do you guys think is the most Breaking honest? points. Yeah, breaking points. 
the podcast yeah sagar and crystal right they're good yeah but i think you were probably talking about like mainstream traditional media yeah. right what do you think is but most aren't they the mainstream media now like isn't that yeah. kind of gone well, that's the beauty. we are yeah. yeah right i mean we're still talking about these legacy media brands as like mainstream media but this is where the main <laughs> group of people in america is at least getting their news yeah, I don't. So, I don't think there's an unbiased news source, but yeah. I don't think there ever has been, and I don't know if it's even worth pursuing. I think you just try to get a mixed diet of multiple things that form. I'm doing. A bunch a, of, yeah, I used to think BBC just because they had accents. Like <laughs> you can trust it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's real. Yeah. That's real. Man, <laughs> fuck the BBC. I'm just oh, say that. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Yeah. After the uh, and I'm doing a bit the about accents. this now, but yeah. like after two Indias. They had a headline and I was on the homepage and it said Indian comedian polarizes the nation. I'm like, do you know how badly you have to fuck up before the British say that you divided India? <laughs> <laughs> like, at the end of my oh, performance, people went to the lobby, not Pakistan. Fuck wow. you. So, wow. and due respect to the guy who plays cricket. So, yeah. Yo, so the BBC is trash. Y'all don't fuck with the BBC. No. How do you feel about British people in general? I like them. <laughs> you like them? Yeah. If we get our jewels back, I'm on board. No. What are you guys going to do with those jewels, though? Put it in the swap? Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> we'll put them in potatoes because we know you're excited about that shit. We're, 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 white people are gonna show up. Let's slip them jewels in potatoes. Don't tempt me, bro. Potato and jewelry? <laughs> no, no. In all seriousness, like, uh, you let's say you get the jewels back. Like, then what happens? Is it more symbolic? Yeah, of, of course like, it's just, more symbolic. Yes, it's not really about the jewels. It's no, about fuck no. There's so many jewels. Like, yeah, right. We Who gives a fuck? The yeah. largest amount of undeclared jewelry in the world right now. Really? What about oil too? There's got to be some oil under there, right? In in India, I don't know. You don't think there are ever dinosaurs in India? <laughs> I'm sure there were dinosaurs in India. Some of them are running it, but... Uh, hey! Hey! Uh, <laughs> Why do you think there are so many dinosaurs in the Middle East? What do you think that was about? I don't know. All I know is all those dinosaurs won't take your president's phone calls right Yo, now. Yo, isn't that fucked yeah. up? It's fucked up, yeah. I'm about to fuck somebody up. Yo, he was are you sure they've like... I'm pretty sure they have spoken. Like, yeah, they're back-channeling, but they're putting out propaganda that they're not answering disrespectful our propaganda they're being disrespectful. incredibly disrespectful <laughs> and what ha do you know what happens like there's a history of like oh my god yo they've been punked for years come on I, there's a history of countries trying to sell oil mm -hmm. in other currencies besides the united states dollar yeah right I mean, Libya tried to do it, and then something happened to Gaddafi, I'm not exactly sure. Mm -hmm. And then Saddam yeah, tried yeah, to do it yeah, with yeah. France, and then something happened to Saddam, I don't know. I'm just saying. Well, luckily that. he had weapons of mass destruction, so we, yeah. Could, yeah. we could kill Confirmed. two birds with one stone. Yeah, exactly. We yeah. were doing the right thing twice, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if there was a country that was even thinking about selling the yuan, yeah. you know, and, or selling oil in the yuan, with Saudi Arabia, I, they must have mis misspoke when they said that. They're like, we're talking to Xi Jinping, and we're thinking about maybe selling... If they were thinking about doing that, like, God forbid. Could it be that your you know? president can't figure out the smartphone? Could it be that? Like, You're I'm right. just saying because it's yeah. like an iPhone 17 or something. You're too. right. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. He could be calling and doesn't know how to do the plus. When you call. Oh, the other yeah. plus is tough. Biden right. doesn't know how to plus. Plus is tough. Okay, here's a question, and I say this with respect. Yeah. Like the big joke that everybody's talking about is he doesn't know where he is. Yeah. He's so old. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you rather that he just didn't know where he was? Yeah. Because in my experience, leaders who do know where they are it's a don't work out so well. Like, so mm -hmm. I prefer the guy who doesn't. I think that they want him there for that reason, and I think that he's a little bit easier to control. And I think that in America, we think that like the president has this authority, and I think maybe Trump actually had a little bit more of that than the average person, but like. You're a representative of a group of investors that mm -hmm. basically control the uh, uh, the trajectory of America. Just like I imagine most developed countries, this is how it works. Mm -hmm. 
and um, he's representative, but now we know that he's not actually doing anything. So, so is it uh, Kamala Harris? Is like she uh, running stuff? No? no, no, no. She's not your next president. I think the idea, well, whoever <laughs> yeah. the next president mm-hmm. is, I think the idea is there's people we don't see that are actually running things and yeah. they're telling the people that we do see what to do. Which is kind of what we want. You just want people running stuff, back channel, all of that stuff. The average person doesn't want to think about all this shit. They want to complain about politicians and bitch and moan, myself included, right? Oh, I'm fucking Trump this and Biden that and fuck Kamala Harris and fuck Nancy Pelosi. We do it all the time. I'm guilty of this more than anybody. Yeah. But deep down, low key, I'm like, I hope some really smart people are dictating the course of American history and future. Yeah. Like, I, I, I truly deep down, and if you got to listen to all our fucking phone calls, and I know there's people listening right now, oh, Andrew, what a fucking cock, how can you say this? You also hope that. Because you don't want some insane 90-year-old man who clearly does not know where the fuck he is actually making the decisions. Yeah. You really want Biden making all the fucking decisions? None of these politicians. Your goddamn mind. But then are you, are you hoping for that to happen with sort of a safe sense of security and that whoever's running this shit, whoever's making these decisions, we're still going to be okay because we're America. That's yeah. what I want. That's what That's I want. What, but and do you believe fear, that? Like, no matter who it is, you're going to be okay no matter what? My fear is that I'm losing confidence in the people steering the ship. Let's assume it's not Biden. Let's assume it's these other people. I'm losing confidence in the people steering the ship because it feels, at least right now with this conflict, that we don't have the same respect globally that we commanded in the past. And that was maybe maybe we had insane motherfuckers back in the day who were just like, yo, you're going to get invaded. Yo, you're not doing what we want you to do? It looks like your people are upset. Do you, do you genuinely feel like you don't have the same respect globally? Yep. Yeah. Yeah? When yeah. I hear that Saudi Arabia of all places is an answer in the phone, Saudi Arabia, there should be one man with his hand on the phone like this all day, 24 hours a day. Just waiting to if, pick up. It, it, yeah. If it's a butt dial, hello, America, can I, how can I help you? Sorry, I was a missed Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, I have, <coughs> I have a question. <coughs> all right. I get that the, the not having to think about it and going to bed safe under the assumption that it's going to be okay if you don't think about it yeah. is the promise of America. Right? In yeah. a certain sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So, well said. So I understand that. And if that is literally... Things are going to be okay. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think cluelessness or the ability to just breathe is your freedom. Yes. Right? Yeah. Without having to think about that shit. Yeah. Could it possibly also... Be, now, there's there's like a, a fashionable way to look at this across the world, which is that America's kind of like the mean girl from high school. Can you... That point you made is really great. Can you just uh, juxtapose that to what it's like in maybe some other parts of the world and why that is such a luxury? It is a big luxury. But explain that to people who yeah, might... Because I, I, I think in many countries in the world, not having to think about it or not thinking about it means it will directly impact your life yeah. within a week. Every mm-hmm. day you have yeah. to think about it. So sometimes, you know, like when I talk to Western comics or whatever, they're like, why don't you just talk about like lighthearted stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, in comedy, you talk about what's directly in front of you. Yeah. And where I live and in many areas in the world, what's directly in front of you is reasonably more tragic than what's directly in front of you mm. in yeah. other places because you don't have to think about it that yeah, much. Yeah, you so, get to talk about your kooky story of going to you know, get coffee yeah. or whatever. So, so I get that, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, the fashionable global view, and I don't hold it, is America, Britain, and Europe are the mean girls from high school, mm. right? And now you're pissed off at the reunion that everybody else is kind of doing well yeah. uh, and, and has kind of moved on. But... I don't think you lack respect. I think that everybody else has more respect now. Mm. I want to submit that humbly. Talk to me. You know, I like in that, this. You know, I, I yeah. don't think anybody's... You're still the largest economy in the world. You're still the largest military in the world. You're still, uh, at some level, a country with a conscience that drives a moral compass in the world. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets that. 
but i think you know uh, in india there's a, there's a saying called apna time aayega which is yeah, the, you know yeah. our time has come like we're grown up now yeah. you know we're 80 yes. fucking years old and many other countries like we got shit to do now you know we're holding the baby that was given to us so you know you have to make your own decisions we have to make our own decisions and maybe decisions we don't have time to come to the phone right now yeah you i know? don't like that <laughs> i don't like that one bit i but, don't like that from saudi arabia yeah I, yeah maybe that's a better one i don't know so such a so much of our economic stronghold is oil for dollars yeah. if you're gonna try to do that for the yuan if it's gonna be oil for yuan yeah that makes china that much more formidable and i don't based it, on what we know here about china Andrew says this all the time. You can complain about the American empire. It's not been perfect. But I promise you, when the Chinese empire comes, you're going to miss ours. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. But like, specifically with the, you know, with the dollars for for oil, like this is what backs up our dollar. It's what gives it value. Mm -hmm. You know, 80% of oil, at least from Saudi Arabia, is sold in U.S. dollars. Like, this is what replaced gold, essentially. And uh, it could really push the yuan to the forefront of global currency yeah. if all of a sudden it was backed. And that would be incredibly detrimental to, you know, every money, every bit of fucking dollars that we have saved up in the bank right now. Until we all figure out that Vladimir Putin created cryptocurrency just to fuck with us. Now, and, and then everything collapses. Now, anyway. is that, do you think? Is that the... I mean, I'm excited about cryptocurrency because, like, India is the largest crypto market in the world, just by the way. Like, just in terms of we're, like, decentralized just, money that we can make without regulation, yeah. let's go. Yeah. So, I think... Um, it's got to be CIA, I don't think there's right? a big conspiracy behind it. I know a lot of, like, a lot of it just feels like fraud. Like, yeah. You know, just like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just in chill, terms though. of... Yeah, I mean, you know, chill. Alcaz is all big into crypto. Are so you? Some of us have more than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big guy, crypto guy. How many Bitcoin do you have, if you don't mind? Too uh, many to t- say publicly. <laughs> all right, cool. I uh, <laughs> I like money under the mattress. I'm kind of... That's very Indian of you. Yeah, that's very, <laughs> very, very Indian. Indian like, I, I like money under the mattress. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like everything is like too good to be true. Something will collapse with crypto soon. I don't know why. I just feel like that. I think you're seeing it right now with NFTs, right? Having the prices of NFTs come come down drastically. I don't know. Everybody keeps co- talking about something called stoner cats. Like that's the, the big uh, the thing. The new meme stock. Yeah. Have you guys, like, like apparently it's worth like $8 million in like 24 hours or something. Oh, this I is like, an NFT. It's Yeah. It's it's uh, an animated series that's also an NFT. Ah, uh, yeah. I like don't Chris know. Rock is in. I think he, he voices oh, something really? in it. Oh, yeah. I think Mila Kunis, I think, yeah. did something with this. I so think that, like, that's the big it. example, right? Because yeah. for us, like artists across the globe, we're thinking about, is there a way we can circumvent censorship? Mm-hmm. And is NFT and crypto that way? Mm. You know, it could, it could be very interesting to say, can I put this piece of uncensored content out? But it, you never see it on Netflix. You never see it on Amazon because they wouldn't touch it anyway. Mm. You only catch it on NFT or crypto. Like that would be kind of cool. You put it in the metaverse, pay me an NFT or crypto yeah. or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. That could be kind of mm. cool. But uh, I just feel like I don't know if it's reliable. Just Again, yet. this is an interesting in, like insight into comedy in India versus comedy in America because we're not that worried. about Censorship is almost a tool for us. Like there's comics who make their career off of, and I think we've done it at times too. Hey, they're trying to cancel us. And that's it. And I don't, let me just ride that way for as long as that goes. Oh, you can't cancel me. But there it's like, nah, you legit will have shows shut down. Yeah. You legit will get thrown in jail. You legit got to worry about censorship. Here, it's almost a tool. I think here it's like pressure to self-censor, right? Like it's just like enough internet pressure to self-censor yourself mm-hmm. next time. But like we have official channels that it's not, 
it's not a fair game. Yeah, that was an actual question I want to ask you also is you watch, you deal with actual censorship and then you see us censoring our own free speech mm-hmm. with people being outraged by speech. Yeah. And then being like, you can't say that. Do you look at that as like, that's crazy? Or that's a, like you, you're wasting this gift that you have that is freedom of speech? Or do you look at it like, no, you guys are just putting buffers on? Yes, I look at it like it's crazy. It's crazy, right? And that, that I would give a lot for the kind of freedom that you guys have. Mm. And I wouldn't let other people's opinion of me make me censor myself. Mm-hmm. I think the censorship thing here is, is do you want to do stuff with the industry or not? If you don't want to do stuff with the industry, you don't have to worry about censorship. It's like, do you want to make millions of dollars for a special? Mm-hmm. Then you have to worry about it. So it's really censorship for money. That's our issue. Hmm. Right? You know, yeah. so it's like, if you want to put your stuff out on YouTube, YouTube is really not going to censor you. And like, if you put maybe a small disclaimer, matter of fact, there's like rules for YouTube that show like, if it's a joke, it's okay to break certain standards that they have. Yeah. Because they understand that like satire is important. So like you, there are platforms where you could put your shit out and you're going to be fine. But if you want to make millions of dollars, then maybe you're going to have to switch some stuff up. So it's, it's more like a function of greed in a lot of ways. I think so. But, but isn't it also like, because you guys have always been like outside of the system and now you are the system, right? So you, you put yep. your stuff on YouTube, you, you kind of do your stuff yourself on Patreon. Like, I don't think you get to know anymore what's going to drive people up the wall. You know, and I think having to think about it will drive an artist crazy. I think that that will shut down artistic evolution like instantly if you even start thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Like, because they're, like, at least I come from a country that's so large where there's so many things you could get upset about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you sat down to actually second guess yourself, you would go fucking insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. and often you know? those are the things you want to write about. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the fun stuff. So, so yeah. I, I don't even think that's possible here anymore because there's so many varying opinions on yeah. on like any piece of comedy. Yeah. Uh, b- but what I do like is, you know, there used to be the, I did my jokes, you liked them, you liked them, you didn't like them, fuck you, I'm going home, I'm yeah. on to the next city. Yeah. That doesn't exist anymore, right? Yeah. So now it's a conversation. Yeah. And and if you're going to take their money, you have to honor the conversation a little bit. So if, yeah. if you bought a ticket to come see my show, if you, if you paid money online to watch my shit, I have to honor your end of the conversation sure. to, to a certain uh, limit. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? But, yeah. but starting to think about what's going to upset you will shut me down. I'll never grow as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to create an, a vacuum. Like this is how you feel and then put it out. But yeah, they should be allowed to react to your work. It's not like you're not allowed to react. You're, you're allowed freedom of speech as well. Yeah. Speak on what you saw. Sure. That's fine. I, I got some great advice from somebody when I, like, I was trying to write about everything that happened and they were like, Content can become controversy, but controversy should never become your content. Mm. Like then you're doing a disservice to yourself as an artist. So like if the, because the big thing is now, what will I put out next? Mm -hmm. Post this whole debacle, right? Thinking about, for me, I mean, but if it suddenly seems like a reaction video or a response video Mm. to everything that you went through, I feel like you're not growing Mm -hmm. and you're stuck in a moment in time as an artist. Mm. So so to have like non-reactive comedy is the challenge. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did you feel that way about Chappelle? I, I mean, I I saw your podcast on Chappelle and I agree with you in that had he ended it 15 seconds earlier. (laughs) Yeah. So like that was just so beautiful. Um, you know, it's like uh, Jennifer Lawrence, I think that's her name, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. She she falls a lot, right? And, and yeah. sometimes she'll do interviews and she'll be like, oh, I fall. Everybody knows that I fall. And I'm like, no, nobody knows that you fall. Yeah, you're bringing <laughs> Like there's up. an entire yeah. world that doesn't know that you fall. 
So if you fall, tell me that you fall and we can have this conversation. Mm. That's the only thing I felt about Chappelle's thing where I was like, he assumed that everybody knew that what he was going through. <laughs> yeah, when there's, when there's a, large a gigantic world out there. We're just like, yo, that guy's hilarious. I want to see him be funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's my only piece of feedback is if this was my first time watching your special, I just didn't know yeah. about all of this stuff. And you're my idol and take me someplace new. And if you're taking me there, explain why. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, that's an interesting take. Because hmm. he deals with so many people who don't know what's going on here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he knows so many people who don't know Chappelle. Yeah. To us, it's insane that you wouldn't know Chappelle. Yeah. But he's in a, you're in a country with 1.3 billion people. Who don't know, yeah. And uh, 1.25 billion of them don't know Chappelle. And that leaves 500 million that still yeah. know Chappelle. But, but, you know, there's like, I think that's a great uh, and, and also, I mean, it's... It's A, some of us don't know, and, and B, sometimes it's a good defense as well. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I was at the uh, the cellar uh, two nights ago, and so I'm, I'm kind of enjoying that, right? Just getting to be in a comedy club, hang out with other comics and get tags and get feedback. I don't get to do that a lot. And I was sitting next to this this lady and, and she, she was like, uh, I saw your set, it was funny, etc. And I was like, so what do you do? And she was like, I'm on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And I just didn't know. Hmm. Uh, so I'm like, I'm just going to go with this because I'm from India. I'm yeah. like, oh, what is Saturday Night Live? <laughs> <laughs> and I made her explain to me what Saturday Night Live was. Oh, <laughs> and I just went full Indian dad. I was like, wow, they must work you really hard. Huh? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, That's a lot of improv. That sounds scary. Just knowing what it is. But we don't get that over there. So sometimes it's a good defense as well. Just to be yeah. like, we don't know. To plead ignorance. Yeah. To yeah. be the fish out of water. Yeah, the... Uh, it's like the Borat it. thing, right? Yeah. It's like Borat could literally do anything he wanted. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, he's not from here. And also he he comes from like a pre-woke era. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah, yeah. he was dressed like 1981. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. and I think that was very smartly, like intentionally yes. done. Yes. Where you're like, you have to feel like this guy traveled, not just from Kazakhstan or wherever, but, but like from the past. From the past. Like yeah, he has to come yeah. in from a pre-woke era of the world. And then you buy that shit. I was, uh, did you see Borat 2? No. Uh, oh, no, maybe I, I did. Tried. I tried. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, that lady Maria Bakalova yeah. is like super talented. Yeah. Like uh, she's, uh, I got to work with her and she's like. She got nominated for an Oscar for that. She oh, got nominated for an Oscar while we were on set. Uh, it was kind of a cool moment to witness. Like they gave her a call and they're like, you're nominated for an Oscar. It was nice. Is it important to you to be famous here in America? It's not important to me to be famous. Respect. In America I, oh, or period? Oh, yeah. In general. Or uh, successful. Rather. I think... Like, uh, let me rephrase it. Uh, you know, there's certain people like they, they want to make it in America. Yeah. And I'm not from anywhere else, so I don't have this feeling like... And I'm also maybe from the biggest, and you know, stand-up hub in the world. But like, it's not important to me to like be the biggest in England. It's not important yeah. to be the big, if people there love my stuff, that's great. But like, I want my sex success to be at home. But I often think that, the, uh, that there are people from other countries that like making in America validates them in a way like, Oh, you went and made it here. Is, do you feel that way? And is that important to you? Um, no, I, so like nobody does fame better than India. I, I just want to put that out there. Like fame in India is very good. Uh, and, and I think, Earlier Wait, why, on, why is that? It's just it's like, just like if you're into all the trappings of fame, which is entourages and people pampering you and yeah. and flying whatever and just 
everybody just you whatever you yell it shows up sandwich sandwich shows up whatever oh, like wow. if you want that like nobody yeah. does fame better than india yeah. stardom in india is fantastic I, at yeah. all levels i don't know as much as you obviously but have you seen david letterman when he interviews this shahrukh khan who's the probably the biggest indian actor maybe ever yeah. but he goes outside of his house every day and just says hello to i don't know thousands of people just waiting to say hello yeah. to him in the morning not privately he gets a wave from the balcony he gives a wave, and they're all like oh my god we saw him uh, every yeah. day that's his day so i mean <laughs> it I'm doesn't get better thing. yeah like the whoever your most fit kardashians i don't know who your most famous person is yeah. it gets 10 times better in india and i think if your fortune and god's been kind to to find some level of of being known early on you get to lose yourself for 5 years in that and just be an asshole everybody's entitled to that right yeah, yeah. to have your big entourage and and personal people just you know five assistants with green drinks or whatever the two cell phones yeah. whatever your thing is you get to do that yeah um and then if you're lucky you figure out that it's in your way yeah and you get to reject it yeah so i think i'm luckily the box office rejected you too but i'm saying at some point i was like what am i going to write stand up about yeah if i keep doing this shit right so mm. now i kind of respect you guys for that reason my next two films i'm producing my next two series Fire. i'm producing Fire. you know uh my next special i'll direct so it's just kind of like i'm not going to wait for this market to know how to use me i'm just going to bet on myself. And you're a thoughtful guy, man. For India impressed me so much. The way you Thank had everything you, set up, even drinking out of so if you guys, you know, we're always drinking out of water bottles. Veer's drinking out of a chai cup that you get like from the street vendor. Like it's everything was done very thoughtfully and I mm. really respect. Thank you, man. So I'm excited to see what you put for put forward because I I loved For India and the way you did it. I was like, man, this guy thinks through every degree. It reminds me of how you think through every single aspect of what you're doing. Yeah. He yeah. thought through every aspect of what he was doing. I like that. I like that though. So Yeah. To answer your point, no, my goal right now is to scare the fuck out of myself, like Good. just to yeah. to put myself in atmospheres that I don't know how to exist in, and America is one of them. I just yeah. want to get good. That's yeah. it. I just want to mm. get good. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I just feel like sometimes there are people who think that like if they make it in America, it validates them, and it's like I get that if you come from a place where stand up doesn't exist or you can't even make a living doing it, but I don't know for. and maybe i'm spoiled but for me it's like it means a lot to me that the people that i'm talking about the people who i'm representing mm-hmm. and the lives that i'm speaking to embrace me you know that that to me means a lot more than you know i'm the biggest comic in england okay that's cool that's cherry on top but yeah. if 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 i was the biggest comic in england but like nobody at home fuck with me I, to me that wouldn't be successful i mean look it's tough enough to crack one country right yeah. uh, to, to get people but i i just think you need enough people who like what you do yeah. to come and see you everywhere in the world luckily yeah. there's a lot of fucking indians yeah, everywhere you true. go in the world that's so true. you know so you know touch wood ticket sales are okay yeah. uh but i do know that if i work hard i can offer something different yeah in that sometimes when indian accents or indian voices come over to america it tends to be a lot of oh, the big buildings and yeah. it's all amazing and uh, yeah. and it's so different back home etc cetera, etc cetera. but i think maybe to see an indian accent be like no i'm going to take you back home yeah. and i'm going to show you some new shit yeah. shapel you take me to ohio and i don't know anything about ohio let me take you to the suburbs in mumbai and show you some shit and now yeah. you go on a journey with me yeah that's um, fire i'd like to be that guy yeah. if i work hard yeah that's fire 
Well, shit, man. Thank you so much. Thank Bear. you for coming, man. Big Thank fan. You, man. Really fan appreciate man. you, man. And tell the people where they can find you if you're if you're doing shows. If you um, yeah, I uh, Instagram, YouTube, all these different things. I'm at Virdas on Instagram. I'm at the Virdas on Twitter. Not because I'm arrogant, because Virdas was taken. Uh, <laughs> it's V I R D A S. V I R D A S. Virdas on I N is uh, uh, the website, and I'll soon be in. Houston mm-hmm. and Los Angeles. Those are the two shows that need a push. So please come and see me. I I want you guys to go check out Veer. And I also want to commend Alex Media because before this podcast started. <laughs> You're nasty. At, 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 well, you did an amazing job. So Al it just finds the Indian accent hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we had a conversation where like, Al, you can't just laugh when he's talking about serious shit just because it sounds hilarious. I, I was biting my lip a couple of times. I oh saw a couple of times. <laughs> couple times. <laughs> but isn't it the same as like, if you hear somebody speaking like, crazy like uh ebonics you're like ha 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 i can't believe you speak english like that way <laughs> no no i don't know all right i tried to come off less racist but my bad anyway you did a great job yeah, yeah that's what i want to say yeah. anyway man thank you so much veer. Hey, everybody go check out veer and support veer and uh, keep doing your thing and let us know how we can help in any way thank you man i appreciate you guys thank, thank you, you my brother